decide the topic. From love chat for Matt to the hate in your heart. I can't believe it. There are no limits. You can be nice. I love legends. You can be mean. I don't give a fuck. Or you can blow it all up. Every Wednesday at 9, it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now, here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to the show. It is the call-in show, the show where you get our number and we are at your mercy. The clock kind of snuck up on me, so I think we're oh, like a few minutes late. Sorry. 30 seconds or a minute late. Yeah, whatever. Why am I wearing an old lady scarf? I don't know. I thought you were putting on a burqa before we went I live. I yeah, it's chilly, huh? But it's not Midwest cold. I assume you're not getting that. It's not that cold here. No. So, yeah, to all the people who are like, in the 50 below, die if you step outside for five minutes. Where is that? Weather. Where is that happening? Uh, it's been like the entire Midwest. So like, you know, really? Minnesota, Illinois, Ohio, maybe even Western Pennsylvania, that kind Damn. of part of the country. I'll stop complaining. Yeah, so we don't have it that bad. Um, one thing I was going to mention, because I forgot to mention on Sunday, Sunday, of course, is the Super Bowl. We're not going to try to compete with the Super Bowl with our Sunday stream. So no expect way. us to go live very shortly after the conclusion of the Super Bowl. I'll watch the end of the game, and then we'll regroup for maybe 20 minutes, and then we'll we'll go. So no set time, but plan for us Sunday after the Super Bowl. And uh, the other announcement I have is that Patreon is no more. Patreon ah. is deleted. It's gone. So, uh, so thanks to everybody who's been coming over to the website to support. And if you are a former patron and you'd like to continue supporting, uh, you can do that at the website. That's mattchristiansonmedia.com. We got lots of options one time or monthly support and a bunch of offsite third-party stuff like Subscribestar and the rest of that. So thanks to everybody who's got us this far. And I, I expect we're going to keep going without Jack Conti. That's the plan. So... Yep. Um, and the call-in show will continue as well. If you're uh, new to the show, there is a link to the to the uh, Discord server in which we host the show in the video description. Hop in that server, put your name in the roll call. We go on a first-come, first-served basis. Still trying to iron out maybe how we can give priority to people who are yeah. supporting, but I don't have that figured out. So we're just going first-come, first-served basis, try to keep everybody to two to three minutes, and we'll just go through them as quick as we can. We'll take Super Chat and Streamlabs every half hour. And then uh, if you'd like to contribute to the show, but you can't do it live, you can still send us an email. That's beautyandthebeta at gmail.com. Put call-in show question in the subject line so we know that's what it's for. And then we have a few email questions uh, to get through at the end of the show tonight. And then um, if you don't want to do it in written form, you can send us a, a brief video, a minute or less unlisted on YouTube. Send us the link. We'll play the audio and respond to it as well. Other than that, I think we're good to go. So let's just hop into the calls. Who's up first tonight? Some people jumping the gun. Uh, let's go with Dayman. Dayman, fighter of the Nightman. <laughs> hey, guys, how's sunny. it going? Hey doing there. all right? How are you? Uh, doing all right. Uh, so I just want to talk about some SJW nonsense at my school. Ooh. So they've got these Can signs. you say what school, or you prefer to keep it private? Uh, it's a Northern Arizona University. Mm. Uh, so Portland of Arizona. <laughs> okay. So they've got these signs outside of all of the, or not all the, but some of the bathrooms. It says bathroom politics. Everyone needs a restroom, but not everyone can. Loaded with power dynamics, they are not accessible to everyone. Not about what? the action, but about who is doing it. It's based on a cultural binary. They call it pee privilege, using the restroom without having to consider the issues of gender gap, choice, appearance, ability, access, or access to needed features. And this is all on a sign? 
Yes, outside the door. Ah, to the what back. size font are we talking about? You need like, like point a, twelve. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, it's crazy. Outside the door to a, a bathroom, which seems like a stupid place to have people stop and read a sign. So wait, who's banned from bathrooms at Northern Arizona? And do they get like a bladder infection or something like that? I'm not sure. Uh, uh, transgender people here get priority to bathrooms. They're front of the line. <laughs> a red carpet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How We're strange. All supposed to... Let me ask you this, because um, we talked about this prior. Like when I was in college, which is not that long ago, Blonde and I were in school at the same time. I think you had said, did you know any transgenders when you were in transgender people when you were in college? I did not. Mm -hmm. And I went to like a, a left wing liberal arts college in Portland. I did not know any plenty of lesbians, no transgender people that I was aware. And it of. wasn't that long ago. No, I graduated in 2010. I graduated yeah. from college. Uh, in one of my classes, so, there's 17 people. and We have two transgender people. In no class. way. Yeah. Out of 17 people. And are they um, male to female? Yes, both. Okay. That's usually the way it goes. The uh, female to male are less common, it seems. Yeah. Uh, so, so what are they talking? They, are they saying, I assume the policy at Northern Arizona University is anyone can use any bathroom they want, probably? Absolutely. And they've got signs everywhere that point to all the gender neutral bathrooms on campus. Oh, so that's how they do it. It's just gender neutral bathrooms. What about like uh, athletic locker rooms? Are those... For anybody? Uh, I'm not sure about the locker rooms. The bathrooms are definitely for anybody. Actually, back in the spring, for about a month, they had tampons in the men's restroom. Okay. And I, the first time this happened, I walked in and I sprinted out of there so quickly because <laughs> I assumed I'd walk to the women's. But yeah, now I double checked the sign and it was the men's restroom. So I forgot to set my alarm. God. Yeah, <laughs> we'll have to let you go. But if you have a final thought, thank then thanks for that. That's uh, uh, no, that's it. Have a good night, guys. All right, Bye, thanks, thanks, man. Good lord. Uh, it's just things have gotten so kooky. It's like, I don't know. It, it, it's insane. It's like I said, uh, not not even 10 years ago, this was not a thing. I know. It happened so fast. And I'm supposed to believe that it's because of like acceptance and all this. It's like, no, there's clearly a trend there's element a trend. to this. Yeah. Um, Who is next? Sorry, I lost my place. Deadeye Guy's up next. Hey, Deadeye Guy. Hey, what's going on, guys? How are you? What's on your mind? Not much, man. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 dropped yesterday, and it's pretty, pretty much assumed all of my free time since, since what then. What is that? It's a video game that I actually know nothing about as, a, as someone who's never played any of the series. It's, it's one of those titles that if you never played the first two, the third one will absolutely not interest you and will, in fact, probably look real dumb when you look at it from the Well, that's what doesn't make any sense to me because didn't the last game come out like 10 years ago or more? 13 years 13 ago. I was in college ago. the first time before the Marine Corps, the last time a game came out. Which is gotcha. So why would they do that? Why would they make you have to have played the game that came out like a decade and a half ago? Well, it's just because the development time for this one is just so in was so insanely long. And, you know, because of all of the licensing, I'm sure you're aware it's, you know, it's, it's a cross with Square Enix and Disney and oh, yeah. dealing with the mouse, you know, things yeah. take a lot longer. But yeah, uh, I, I heard Haley Joel Osmond is in it, too. The Sixth Sense Kid. That's you know? random. Yeah. Yeah. They have a lot of voice act, like a lot of the original voice actors for some of the Disney characters. Not all of them. Obviously, some are just like, you know, I mean, they couldn't get uh, what's his face. Pirates of the Caribbean. Johnny Depp, because. Oh, yeah. That's like half your budget. Just getting that guy to say some lines. Yeah, but either way, it's like uh, it's come out. It's pretty great so far. A lot of and like I said, talking to people who have, didn't play the games, they're just like, that sounds real dumb. And I can't deny it because it is pretty dumb. Are you playing it uh, on console or PC? It only came out on console. Oh, I thought it was on PC. Oh, no, 
It hurts me a little bit because I'm primarily a PC guy, but hmm. um, it does look pretty damn good on the old PS4 Pro on a 4K, so I'll, I'll sure. let it pass. I've not made the leap to a 4K. You got a 4K display, Blonde? You made the I don't know what you're talking about. An Ultra HD TV? Uh, no, I don't think no. so. And sweet Should OLEDs I? looks gorgeous, especially when you're running like uh, like nature shows and whatnot. It's like a, a window into the... Uh-oh. All right. We, I think we lost you for a second. Oop. Oh, there you go. We'll give you a final thought before we let you go, if you like. Uh, well, I'll be talking to my CIO tomorrow. Uh, I'm in information security as a career. I'm going to go mm. talk to my CIO regarding an opening as our basically our bank information security officer. Oh, cool. So, uh, you know, wish me luck. I'm not going to get it. I know I'm probably not going to get it just because I'm quite young for a position that high. But hey. Yeah. Well, you never know unless you try, man. That's uh, you gotta, pretty much you gotta, why I'm doing it, yeah. got to take your shots, you know. So good luck. Guys, have a going. Yep. Right. He's gonna lose out to R two Dindu though, you know, for diversity purposes. Yeah. Uh, Jack Howard is up next. Hey, Jack. Oh, hey. What's on your mind? Uh, yeah, not much to talk about today. So, um, ever heard of a band called King Crimson? I've not. No. Mm-mm. Okay. Yeah, they they were an older band from like the who formed in the late sixties. And they wrote, and one of their most probably their most famous song is called "21st Century Schizoid Man." Okay. And anyway, it's it it was released in 1969. And it, it predicted the future, really. How so? Okay. In the people who who have schizoid personality disorder often live in some kind of fantasy world and are delusional. Mm-hmm. A lot like people today. Oh, I lost him. What about you? You're you're kind of chi- chopping up a little bit, but what do you? So what do you mean? How are they like people today? I mean, like, I mean, think about it. people. Believe, people care more about the fact that Donald Trump slept with a porn star than the fact that we were almost in, about to enter World War Three. It's just like almost a year ago. Yeah, they do care. Example. And we knew all about the, we knew about this when we voted for him too. I don't know why anybody's shocked about this anymore. I think they actually, I think it's less to do with the moral outrage and it's just an unquenchable thirst to get him on something, you know, the, the, the Trump derangement syndrome runs so deep and it's, it's unfortunately severed many friendly ties I've had in my life, you know, people who prioritize hatred of Trump over their family or friends, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, we got to give you the boot. My Got a final thought right. if you go for it, if you want it though. Go okay, for it. I'll keep supporting you through like through actual through um physical cop through physical money. Cool, yeah, I, I appreciate uh, sticking around, and that's that's um, that's very cool of you. And just if people aren't aware, what Jack's talking about is the the PO box, which is also on the website. Which um, I am admittedly surprised how many people are all about the PO box. The PO box has been the choice for a lot of people, and I can't blame them. So if you want to yeah. eliminate all of the middlemen, that's the route to go. Yep. Yeah, I, I'm I'm not really paranoid when it comes to putting giving money to um using purchase doing purchases on the internet. Sure. Yeah, and uh, you know we're we're making sure the website is as secure as it can possibly be. But yeah, I mean, you you can't. Uh, there's nothing that can really go wrong with a with a check in the mail. I That's suppose. True. Thank you, man. Thanks, dude. Yeah, much appreciated. All right. Uh, Boba is up next. But I don't. Oh wait, no, there we go. I couldn't find him. Well, but you're good to go if you're ready. Hello. Hi. So abortion. Sure. (laughs) 
Seems like um, the yeah everybody's mad at Virginia now. It's like Chris, or, uh, not Chris Cuomo, but Andrew Cuomo in New York is like yes, yeah. They kind of forget about me momentarily. <laughs> well, did you see the uh, the? Well, I think it was a clip of the Virginia governor. I don't remember what his name is. He was on some uh, local radio show. All I saw was the clip of the legislative questioning of that one. Was it a bill sponsor or somebody who was questioning the lady about? Are you saying you can you can kill a child up to the end of the third yeah, trimester? Yeah. Which of course oh, oh, refers she, to birth. Sort of like, yeah, 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 where she dodged the question for like yeah. minutes before. Yeah. Uh, so and I, I heard see... someone say like, "Well, we would keep the baby comfortable until right. the mother decided what she wanted to do." Yeah. <laughs> so what? So what did the governor say? I've not seen this. So the governor actually. So it was on WCOV local radio station in Virginia. It was. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was asked actually about that one clip of the lady. You're talking about the Asian lady, right? I didn't see the video. I, see I only I heard, heard the audio. audio. Yeah. Uh, well, assuming we're talking about the same thing, it was. Uh, so he was, <laughs> he was actually saying, "No, it's not as bad as it seems." It was actually what they could do is they could wait for the fetus to be born and then have the conversation with the physician. Ugh. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, as in as in the fetus, the, the the child is sitting there, and you're talking about whether or not. I don't know anybody who is comfortable. I've never actually had a discussion with anybody who said that you could quote unquote abort a child after it has been birthed. Yeah, exactly. I I hadn't heard of anything like that too. Like I can understand if you if you don't think it's like a person up until a certain point, but after it's born. <laughs> yeah, this is a this is a new standard. This is a weird one. But and how is that? Like how is that within the scope of their law? If they're like, well, you can do it up till the end of the third trimester. Well, that's the end of the third trimester. If that thing's out of the womb and sitting on, you know, sitting in a bed somewhere or something, a crib, that's not. That's post third trimester at yeah. that point. Yeah, you know, I'm not entirely sure. But I mean, it's a podcast somewhere, mm-hmm. some host. Somewhere. It was the governor of Virginia. Well, what would they do? Like, let's say you make the baby comfortable. Uh, I'll have to look into this to figure out the details. I, I mean, I'm serious. I know that's a grotesque conversation, but it you needs make to be the had. baby comfortable and you talk to the woman. Are you saying you could then execute this infant who has been born if the woman says, I don't want it? Yeah, you know, that's a, that's a is that question. Is that actually what this what's being discussed or am I missing something? That seems to be you what know, they're discussing. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not entirely sure. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but that seemed to be what the implication was. My I mean, God. You gotta wonder. Yeah. You gotta wonder. I mean, at like at one point, at what point do you pick up a gun? <laughs> and. <laughs> oh my God. I don't Ugh. know. Do you have any final thoughts about this? This is such an upsetting conversation, but yeah, I'm necessary. sorry. No, no, we need to. No, it's it. important to discuss. I mean, this is, this is a trend that's going on in a lot of States right now. And, so, and you know what the best, yeah, I guess final thought would be, I mean, even if Roe v. Wade were overturned, yeah. none of this would be illegal. It's it's a state thing. Yeah, which, I mean, again, I, I understand, believe me, I don't want my state to be doing this sort of thing. I understand the discomfort, but that's why that's why Cuomo pisses me off so much when he talks about Roe v. Wade and the rest of these people. Ro- overturning Roe v. Wade is not a threat to your degenerate pro-abortion <laughs> uh, lax laws like this. It, yeah. it will have no effect overturning it. will have zero effect. On what yeah. you're talking about right now, but Almost. they just want to control the rest of us. And yeah. thanks, guys. Uh, thanks. Have a good one. Appreciate it. Um, Vox is up next. I'm gonna have to look into this. I feel like I'm missing. Like it can't possibly be it that extreme, be, yeah. can it? Uh, I got to be missing something. 
Vox, you're good to go if you're ready. Hey, guys. Hey. Uh, so I, too, have an abortion uh, topic to talk about tonight. Okay. Yippee. <laughs> <laughs> well, this one's a little more philosophical and less legal. Hmm. So um, when talking about it on the uh, Off Hour server, um, I came across an article written by Carl Sagan in the late 90s. Uh, and he's basically writing in defense of Roe v. Wade uh, philosophically saying that the thing that separates us from animals because it's, you know, we kill animals all the time is that is the human brain. And so um, if I may quote from the article, um, thought is our blessing and our curse and it makes us who we are. Thinking occurs, of course, in the brain, principally in the top layers of the convoluted gray matter called the cerebral cortex. The roughly 100 billion neurons in the brain constitute the material basis of thought. The neurons are connected to each other, and their link-ups play a major role in what we experience as thinking. But large-scale linking up of neurons doesn't begin until the 24th to 27th week of the pregnancy, the sixth month. So that's when he would cut it off. I don't know that I like that. I don't know that, that I like that definition of life, though. Yeah, I mean, I get it. That's what separates humanity from animals, so, so to speak, and that sort of thing. But, I, I mean, there's plenty of people with impaired brain function who I would still consider to be human life that, that you know, at least if that's their wishes, they should be protected. You know, if like if somebody has a will or whatever the term is for, for your wishes if you become impaired. Like if I'm in a vegetative state, I want to be maintained and I want to, I want to live. Well, maybe you have impaired brain function, but I don't think that means you're not a human life uh, necessarily, you know? Right, right uh, but he's arguing that thought in and of itself, not impaired or not, begins at about the 24th week. So, but is that his definition of when life begins? I guess I'm inferring that. That's what he defines as um, as what separate what makes a human life as opposed okay. to an animal life because you know animals react to stimuli and things like that. I don't know, man. If I had an abortion at like five weeks, the guilt of killing a child would destroy my life. So mm. well, this still it, seems I, arbitrary to me. Yeah, I mean, there's the whole potentiality argument too, and also yeah. another article I was reading um, of the youngest, the earliest baby to be born at and to live, twenty one weeks, four days. Wow! And that's the problem with the viability standard that was set after Roe, is that it is it is a, a standard that is inherently dependent upon medical advancement. Mm -hmm. Viability will always be creeping closer and closer to conception itself. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, so I'm I'm with you, Matt. I'm struggling on a formerly a pro-choice, a firmly pro-choice person, and now I'm, you know, definitely seeing the other side of it. Yeah. Well, there's I guess the the problem I'm having. And and I don't even know if I can identify with the pro-choice camp anymore. Certainly with their radicalism, it's so over the top that I, I can't hang out over there. But I just don't see the limiting principles that stop a person from believing in abortion at early stages of a pregnancy versus believing in it up to the third trimester, like this yeah. talk in, in Virginia. I we just got to cut this call up. Though, yeah, right? I, I find this stuff to be really interesting, but I, I'm, I think I'm going to be 
I think I'm going to continue my trend into a more pro-life perspective and certainly outside of government in terms of just what I think a moral person would do. I'm, I believe I have a pro-life perspective. I'm not exactly sure what I want the law yeah. to say, but it's certainly nothing like what the law in Virginia potentially could say. Um, mm, and that's, that, yeah. that's all I can say for now. But Yeah, I just wanted to pick your brains on yeah. the argument. Of course. Thank you, man. Thanks for calling. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Have a good night, guys. You as well. So counting to two. No, I know, it's it. and it's just the topic is is uh, this is it's very a upsetting. One, it, 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 yeah. I mean, I I don't uh, I I I don't blame you. To well, be, who uh, are we gonna? Who should we bother protecting if we're not protecting children? Yeah, well, especially these late-term children. You know, you and know, if this problem. is what our society becomes, you see why I'm blackpilled. If this is what our society is doing, like murdering babies and telling me that I'm insane. Yeah. Like, no, I want off. I, I, I don't want to do this anymore. It's not worth saving. Let's just go live in the woods. Yeah. I mean, I can't, I can't blame you. Uh, it's Stephen Miller time is up next and, but I don't see him hanging out in the waiting no room. So Stephen Miller time, if you're hanging out, hop in the waiting room, I'll get you myth. I think myth just took off too. So myth and Stephen Miller time. If you guys hop in the waiting room, I'll check back for you. Remind me to check back for them. If I forget, Constantine is up next. Constantine, you're good to go if you're ready. Oh, maybe he's on mobile because it just kicked him out. Let's try again. Fire Otherwise, producer. Josh and Jess is up next. Oh, oh there we hey, go. Hey, guys. Hey, Josh oh, and Jess, you want to hey, hang out for hey. just a second? We'll let uh, Constantine go and then we'll get to you guys. Okay. Cool. Thanks. Constantine, go for it if you're ready. Okay, uh, so so I've been thinking since things have just been burning down in every aspect lately. When we pick up the ash, I want to ask each of you: you can hmm. pick three founding fathers to rebuild this country. They have to be people who are alive today, of course. Who would they be? They have. What do you mean? They they have to be? Oh, founding fathers to rebuild now. Yes. Um, okay, I thought you meant like founding fathers to return from the dead. Uh, I'm going with Ron Paul. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, it's not for, to return from the dead. It's people who could like n contemporary founding fathers to like start over. That's right. That's what it is, right? Can they yes. be? Can they be of any political, like any job in politics, or just any anybody? Could be anyone. Anybody, right? Yeah, pretty much anyone alive today. Oh, well, Ann Coulter. Can we pick together? Can we create like a triumvirate together? Or we yeah, do let's pick together. Let's pick I'm, four yeah, together. Go ahead. Okay. Ron Paul, you pick Hi. Ann Coulter. Uh, God, man, there aren't there, there are so few politicians that I admire completely that yeah, I would but not politicians. I mean, we could. This is an mm. impossible question. We could venture really far out. I, I mean, my three would be um, Ron Paul, Pat Buchanan and Tucker. Oh, Tucker. Yeah, Tucker's an interesting <laughs> choice. Tucker. Yeah. Pat Buchanan. I also like. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I mean, I could generally get on board with that, but it's it's like the people that I would pick generally mirror the philosophy of the original founding fathers anyway. Yeah. You know, like I would, I just wish I could bring them back. I, I that go is, with that. I, I'm just saying when things burn down, we got, we got to find some contingency plan. We got to find people who are ready to rebuild and who most mirror them. So I, I understand your point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I could rebuild, yeah. I would basically want to, reinstall the values that that they held to be important yeah and we have to make it harder for those. them to take away though what do you mean 
I mean, things didn't work out for a reason. Well, I mean, I think I think they actually worked out quite well. They built the, the most prosperous society the world's ever seen. Yeah, that but this said, is cultural decay that slipping said, into oblivion. It's a disaster. Well, they had a good 200-year run, 200-plus year that run. That is not, not shit within a historical context. That's I, nothing. I don't know. Name, name someone who did it better, though. I don't know. Rome. And their decline was like, what, hundreds and hundreds of years. We could be mm. in this state of decline for like a century. I, I don't know what... I guess I don't know what more they could have done other than like put another clause in the constitution. It's like, no, really like it says what it says. That's it. I don't know. Make it harder to amend and like <laughs> make it. But that's the thing is we don't, they should, what they should have done is they should have been clearer about the Supreme court because it's clear that I think it's clear that the Supreme court has probably overstepped its constitutional role. I don't think they intended for nine unelected justices to be able to certainly invent law like Roe because they I mean, say, actually have a building until fdr i mean they just met yeah. in the basement of the capital um, yeah before so this maybe i ran up like five yeah we'll, we'll have to let you go but this is an interesting thought exercise yeah yeah i've i've i, I it's something i've been thinking about a lot lately you know state of our country but i'll see you guys uh next week so sounds good yeah. thank you man yeah you guys are good to go if you're ready josh and hey, jess i am how are you guys doing we're all right how are you doing all right doing all right so i Actually, I'm going to continue along the Constantine's line and, and relating to all of the abortion stuff. Uh, uh, I have a specific thought exercise for you, Matt. Hey, Matt, don't worry, Blonde. It's not going to uh, be soul-killing. Okay. Uh, so underlying all of Western civilization is essentially one premise, and that premise is the uh, individual value and dignity of every human life. Sure. That, that undergirds all of Western civilization. It undergirds the rule of law. The only countries that have real rule of law where it's not malleable have that underlying assumption. Mm -hmm. uh, justify that assumption, Matt. What, justify that assumption? Justify that assumption because objectively, by objective criteria, whether you do it at an individual basis or a group basis, it's not true. What's not true? The idea that every that all life has inherent value, that 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 every person is of equal value. Every oh well, no. Here's equal value. Who's arguing that? Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I, I, here's the thing. That the, life I th has inherent value. I mean, functionally, that the value of life is infinite. Um, yeah, certainly infinite potential. But well, let's put it this way: like, do I believe that life has inherent value? I do. Do I believe that? If you're asking Why? me, should should all? I suppose it's one of those. You may not like this answer, but I suppose it's one of those self-evident truths. I don't. I mean, are you asking me for like a religious justification? Or no, you asking, I, I'm asking you for any just. There is no justification for it. That well, I guess the, the if nothing else, of religion, outside of the religious, there is no justification for it. I suppose if if I have to, if you have to justify it through an alternative, what would the alternative be? I mean, well, if, if we're going to arbitrarily judge what life is worth living and what isn't somebody's going to have to make those decisions and who is that going to be that's, i'm not comfortable that, with me or anybody else making those decisions i think everybody should get the protection of life just as yeah. a, a a human right you know okay but if it were with but there is no just outside of a religious context there is no justification for the value of any life and so it's well it, i mean it, what what so i'll then explain the justification to me because i don't see how I have to be religious to make that to arrive at that assumption. Well, the only the only thing that gives human life value is the fact that we're created in the image of God. 
That 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 is what grants us our value. It's why the only religions or the only society that's ever gotten human rights right is Western Western society, and it's uh, and it's based on that the idea that we are created in the image of God. Uh, but I, and, I I guess I'm just unsatisfied with that because there's no there's no evidence. I, I I can't evaluate evidence to evaluate that claim. I just have to say, I believe you or I don't. Yeah. <laughs> You know? Although isn't well, it's isn't it self evident in the creation of societies, like merely through that the creation of advanced civilization, that we are set I'm not apart. Sure what you're saying. That we're set apart saying, from other animal groups. We have to give you the boot, but I just wanted to add that. You're saying that the the creation of advanced societies is what gives us our work. But then the but but then if you look at Africa, there never have been any advanced civilizations in Africa. So you devalue everyone on that continent. Didn't you see Black Panther? Yeah. <laughs> That's, I didn't see Wakanda? that movie actually either. So <laughs> and I'm not gonna see that movie. Yeah, really. No, I mean unfortunately this is this is probably a little too advanced that we can get to in like our two or three minute window, but yeah, I appreciate right. the well, thoughts. Then I'll let you go. I just wanted to give you food for thought. Sure. Thanks, man. Have a good night. Bye. Um, let's try to get one more call before we take a break. E is for enema. E has been for a lot of things. How do you decide what E is for? Is it, uh, you just, you just take a pick of a word of the week or something? Word of the yeah, month, maybe? Just whatever I'm feeling. Okay. Okay. So I have a short anecdote and then a question. Mm. Do okay. you want the anecdote to be on visiting Joshua Tree National Park during the shutdown or mm. finding racists online dating? <laughs> Definitely uh, the latter. All right, yeah, I'll go with okay. the racists. So I got a weird message. Um, this guy's like, uh, well, his he had a great, a compelling opener. Hi, what's your race? <laughs> and so I was like, oh, I wonder where this is going. Um, and so then I, I was like, well, I'm half white, half Asian. Yeah. And, and then he wrote me back like a day later, this super long message that was like, I believe that it's a sin interracial marriage is a sin and wow. i believe that um I believe is this a, is is this like um i guess you don't have to reveal but is this like a, a like a religious dating site yeah, or is yeah. this okay um huh. and so then he's like <clears throat> i believe that white europeans and native americans are basically the same race so i want to marry a mexican and Probably there's someone out there that could maybe love you, but it's not me. So have a nice life. <laughs> what? <laughs> so he was just messaging you to see if you were Mexican. Yeah, I guess. Oh my god. Um, and then and then I, showed, I texted that to my brothers, and one of them was like, yeah. "Wait, if he thinks whites and Native Americans are the same race, why does he want to marry a Mexican?" <laughs> yeah. And then How my Mexican weird. friends were like. I hope he finds a Mexican girl and she well, beats his ass. <laughs> I guess the weirdest part is that he wrote you the the detailed response because it's like in the dating context, people like what they like. I'm not mad at people that have like racial preferences, preferences or anything. Like whatever. You like what you like. I don't care. But to do the follow up, that's like, I'm sorry, you're not, you don't meet my criteria. Right. Have a, yeah, <laughs> right. It's <laughs> like, like, why didn't he just stop answering? Yeah, just go away. Just move it. on. <laughs> I know. I was like, is it worth like ripping him a new one? And I, and I was like, probably uh, not. <laughs> I always, I, I enjoy indulging and I need to stop. I'm trying to, I'm trying to stop myself from doing that, but I wouldn't be mad at you if you, uh, 
I was super tempted, yeah, because I have that too in my like, I could be Mexican if you want. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. I Depends on how rich you are. Yeah. I identify as Mexican. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, well, thanks for the story. Yeah. So my question is: Have you, uh, you guys use Rode mics, right? Have you seen yeah. the the Rode ca caster little soundboard thing that they're come? They just came out with last year. I have not. I don't. Uh, I don't use like a soundboard or anything advanced like that. But maybe as the show advances, if we had like. But the thing is, I just don't. I don't. I can only do as much production as I can. Uh, I think we're maxed out because yeah, I, I can if, never do anything. And that's the way it's always going to be. Yeah. So I can't comment on whether it's a good product or not. That yeah. said, I, I think these mics for the price, these are the same mics we've been using since we started the podcast. Yeah. So, um, so they've handled really well, especially for the price. They're not terribly expensive. And I think um, the, the quality of the product is very good. So I would definitely highly recommend Rode products generally. Okay, yeah. so the, yeah. but they're XLR, so you use like an interface or something. Yep. Yeah, we both use the same. Uh, it's like a Scarlett USB interface. Oh, okay. They're they're only like a hundred bucks. They're not super expensive either. All right, uh, cool. and they do the trick. And we, I haven't had any problems with those either. Sweet. Well, thanks for the info. Sure. Yeah. If you have any more questions about um, stuff we use, just send me an email. Cool. Thanks. All right. Bye. See ya. Bye. <laughs> let's uh, let's let's catch up on super chat and streamlabs. Sure. Oh, geez, this can't be from oh, that was the podcast. Let's see. I got a few over on Streamlabs. Brian Williams says, uh, hey, Matt, Streamlabs is the way to go for donating live. And don't forget, telling journalists uh, to learn to code is targeted harassment. But witch hunting a child to, to uh, persecute him for imagined bigotry is not. Can't wait till the Ocasio apocalypse in, uh, in 12 years. Yeah, I agree. I'm excited for that. 2030, we'll re revisit the situation if we're not dead. Risen Victory says, you can hide a lot behind a name. Planned Parenthood comes to mind, which involves neither planning nor parenting. <laughs> <laughs> Fair point. Why do I get the feeling they will be changing the name to Postnatal Experience Solutions? <gasps> wow. <laughs> okay. Adam says, uh, life has inherent value because without it, there's nothing. No consciousness, no thoughts, no time. Uh, a person's ideas or actions... Uh, are only remembered by the living. Yeah, I think that's a fair distinction. I could get with that generally. Oh, that's so sad. Ugh. What's sad about Planned Parenthood? About no, just you know, I'm in the midst of a, a real existential crisis right now, hmm. and hearing stuff like that, I'm like, oh, it's true. Nothing really matters. <laughs> ah. Okay, John Doe, are you done on Streamlabs? Yeah, I'm done. Uh, John Doe, Matt and I once made love in a Starbucks bathroom. We didn't Ooh. buy none but was pleased my needle wasn't the only dirty one on the floor. Okay, also, John Doe, YouTube next? Super Chat jumps from $9.99 to $14.99 if you lower the limit by two cents. I'll add my oh. two cents two, two times as often. Net plus, net plus. Is that the deal on Super Chat Mobile is that they only give you selectable increments? increments. You can't type in your own thing? That must be it. So we actually can't do anything about that. I can't. That's just the way YouTube's mobile system works. Sorry, I believe I, on on YouTube desktop though, you could type in whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. including um, fourteen eighty eight, of course, if you're so inclined. John Doe again, <laughs> blonde. I once made love. I cling to the idea that I disappointed her less than Trump. No comment. Mm. David Harris can't watch live, so I'll catch up later. But here's a dollar for every day to my daughter's due date. Cheers. Wow, I had not heard that. Congratulations. I um I met David and his wife when they came through town like a year ago or oh, maybe cool. a little more. So I take it she wasn't pregnant yet. 
She, uh, I well, do I don't think so. <laughs> if if they if she was pregnant at the time, that was very long uh, yeah. pregnancy. But congratulations, man. That's good to hear. Um, Arsenand says discuss um, Jesse the hoax. Is that the hoax hate I yeah. sent you? We're going to talk about it on Sunday. Yeah, I might. I don't know. I might do a video on it or not. But either way, I'll definitely be talking about it. It's the guy. He's the actor on um, what's that Fox show? Not Atlanta. The other black. I one. can't even remember Empire. Yeah. And uh, and he claims that he like he was that two guys assaulted him, threw bleach on him, put a noose around his neck, and said, "This is MAGA country" in like downtown Chicago. And uh, the update mm-hmm. today is that the Chicago Police Department have. Uh, they have reviewed all available surveillance footage that they could find, and there's no evidence of this. Yeah. They did see him walking by himself at, like, Subway. Yeah. My guess is he probably, I mean, if he did get into a scuffle, it, it was something totally unrelated, and he needed uh, some kind of story, some kind of cover. And That's so horseshit. If he nonsense. got shot in downtown Chicago, there's, like, a 90% chance that it would be a black dude. Do you know what the best way to get shot in downtown Chicago is other than being a gang member wearing a MAGA hat and saying this is MAGA country? Yeah, that's the best way to get shot. Wow. That's not even a good lie. Uh, Tori D. Sart. We could learn a thing from Japan for sterilization for all transgenders. That's not true, is it? I don't know. I'll have to look this up if that's if that's Uh, Nala Black. Google it now. Not dead. That witch can eternal lie. And with strange eons, even death may die. Rainier Chen. Did you find it? Uh, here's a headline from NBC News. Japan's Supreme Court upholds transgender sterilization requirement. Wow. Those who wish to, wish to change their gender on official documents must have their original reproductive organs removed, according to the 2004 law. And Japan's Supreme Court upheld it. Wow. Based Japan. Huh. What can I say? Yeah. I mean, that pregnant tranny situation wouldn't have happened. Hmm. Uh, Rainer Chen, I time traveled to San Francisco the other day and got arrested for assaulting some soy boys fist with my face, broke three of his hand bones, but got away by saying I was high chancellor Harris's bodyguard. Have a good one. (laughs) Bye guys. Um, Let's just do a few more right now. Sure. Michael Lazari looking for a second new job. And I swear to all that is holy that I will make a big fat donation to the channel. If you promise to never play that clip from Gillibrand again, it was so much worse than the hoax hate. (laughs) Well, I don't think I'm ever going to play it again. I'd have no reason to, unless maybe she's the nominee, but I, 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 as I said on Sunday, I think she's one of the first eliminated. I don't think she wins a single state. She won't even win New York. Yeah. She couldn't even deliver that pandering with a straight face. She's like, I'm so bullshit. I'm such yeah. a stupid cracker. Uh, Michael Lazari says, also, you guys need to open that P.O. box so I can send you some goodies, which is up to you as to whether or not you declare in your taxes. No dildos. <laughs> uh, it is open. You can find it on the website. If you go to the uh, offsite support options, it's in there. Um, the address is there. I, I already have had some odd packages arrived. No, no anthrax or rice in yet. Not yet. Thankfully. So um, I guess we'll circle back. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Let's get back to the calls. Uh, the, 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 the guy with the Skyrim name, Ulf, Ulfric Stormcloak or Ulfric, whatever it is. Hey, Mr. can you hear Mr. me? Mr. Stormcloak. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, thanks. Um, I had some audio issues last week, so sorry for talking over you. Um, no problem. Let's see. So, uh, I wanted to get back to you on that, uh, conduct class that we were discussing and how I was going to have to go through like a two or three hour thing about how I needed to, uh, present myself and act. Uh, on the campus, uh, I got mm. out of it. So, oh, nice. um, cause I, I put in that oh, email yeah. like this 
this is offensive. You said it violated their your religious beliefs. Is that what you said? Yes. Okay. Yep. That's exactly it. Yep. And yeah. they they got back to me and they're like, "Yeah, the state says it's mandatory, but uh, we can't actually make you do it." Mm, so um, good. I guess uh, lesson good. I learned is if you can't beat them with your strategy, uh, beat them with theirs. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing I mentioned last week was the uh, institutionalized white fragility speech that was here oh, on campus. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which unfortunately, I could not attend because it was yesterday during one of my classes, but I uh, did some looking into it. And um, I found the actual book by Robin D'Angelo, the author, and she's saying um, stuff like, um, let's see, white fragility is a state in which even a minimum amount of racial stress becomes intolerable, <laughs> triggering a range well, of defensive moves. So is this just like a speaker that a student group invited, or is this like a school-sponsored <sighs> thing that you're supposed to attend? What's actually going on here? It was, it was a school-sponsored um, speech, um, but it was not mandatory to attend. Hmm. Okay. okay. And... Uh, because even though that sounds was, like BS, you know, as long as it's not being shoved mm -hmm. down your throat, I, yeah, I don't want to yeah. like be censorious about yeah. campus speakers, you know? Right. Um, <laughs> they, uh, they were advertising how they were going to have a free lunch to go there. And mm. um, I was, I was sitting in lunch at our <laughs> dining hall and there, there was like no, no fewer people there. Everybody would rather go buy lunch than listen to that BS. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we got to give you so, the yeah, I'm glad you got out of that though. People should be pushing it back against this stuff and shouldn't go to events like this. It's insane. Just yeah. yeah good, for you, man. good for you. Yeah. Um, so there was this guy at a table. I'd never heard of this group before. Uh, it's called turning point USA.com. Oh yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. Candace Charlie group, Kirk. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. So I'd never heard about it before, but he was there at the same time. Um, so I went and talked with him and I was, I was talking about you and he was like, Oh, you should totally have, um, have Matt come to uh, East, Eastern Washington University to talk. I, I don't know if that's something. Were you talking to, at, to Charlie Kirk himself or somebody else? You know, I don't know because I wasn't hmm. familiar with the guy. Gotcha. It was the first time I met him, but if it yeah, was. I've, I've never spoken with, um, well, I've spoken with Candace, but uh, other than that, nobody else at, uh, at Turning, Turning Point before. Point, yeah. Anyway, it was thank you, man. Yeah. It was Appreciate really refreshing. It. Yeah. Good Have luck, a, good luck in school. Yep. Thanks. And the Fed. It sounds good. <laughs> Uh, Dangerous Spaces is up next. Dangerous Spaces, you're good to go if you get that mic unmuted. We'll pull in Jay Edgar. How are we Jay doing? Edgar, you're good to go if you're ready. Hey. Actually, oh. uh, well, let's let Dangerous Spaces just chimed in, so let's let Dangerous go first, and then we'll go, ahead. go after him, Jay Edgar. Thanks, man. Hey, how you going? Uh, go for it. What's on your mind? So, are you guys hearing me? Yeah. Yeah, I can. Can you hear us? Yeah, that's fine. Sorry, I just I just said something and no one responded. So yeah, yeah. Well, we yeah we just pulled in Jay Edgar for a second, but we're good to go. No, you're right. Um, for just one one thing quickly, really quickly. Did you guys see uh, that Nathan Phillips had done a protest the day after the Covington incident? Yeah, where he tried to get into like a Catholic mass or something. Really? You, you didn't know. You don't know much about it. No. I know that he went up to a church and apparently tried to get in there and was okay. busted by something like that i didn't read okay, much that, about that, it that's good my video is about that, that i'm gonna send you so i'm just checking okay. you. um another quick one with abortion something good to make you feel good in terms of when people say uh deformities you need to abort a baby 
if mm-hmm. people look up a guy n- called Nick Vujicic, and I'm going to have to spell that because it's impossible to spell, mm-hmm. uh, v- V-U-J-I-C-I-C. Okay. Guy has no arms, no legs. He's a motivational speaker. talking talks to like millions of people. Yeah, and that's what I wondered too because they say if the fetus is non-viable. Well, you might have deformity but still be viable. That doesn't... Yeah, yeah. Right, right. I mean, that, clearly that guy was a viable fetus at some point. Even I know, and I bet if you talk to most people with deformities, if you ask them if they would rather not exist, I bet every one of them would choose their own life. Yeah, but he's he's gone around the world, talks to millions of people. I think he's got like three kids now. Oh, and that's he's got great. No, got no got no limbs. Um, a quick question because I can't think that we have it here in any area of government. So maybe you guys could explain what's the point of lifetime appointments? It seems <laughs> the, it's so the, stupid. The theory honestly, is that they're apolitical, that they're not subject yeah. to. They, they, but honestly, they could still be appointed, not elected, and they'd be apolitical themselves. You know, or they'd be apolitical but, under that that uh, circumstance too. But that, that's really stupid. That doesn't make sense because that means they get they are political but they aren't in a position where they have to be challenged on being political mm-hmm. yeah that's that's probably the the other side of um or the downside of this theory it's, is that it, i mean clearly rbg is a political actor at this point that's obvious yeah and and that, and, it, and i shouldn't single her out necessarily because it seems like tons of the other ones are too i mean they're basically well, to all be, to be well, fair you're uh, assuming she's still alive but anyway yeah well, again, we, you know what we should do on the Sunday show? We should keep a. I should put down in the corner like days since RBC RBG last seen alive. Keep a running yeah, but, track. But yeah, I don't really get it because isn't that what part of the problem with university lecturers and uh, university professors that once they hit tenure, they can be as political as they want because they can't get fired. Well, I mean, under the, the theory there too is that they're supposed to be able to do and say whatever right. they want intellectually academically which I, which is important but it can be poisoned perverted which yeah. you know i mean as we as we've seen on the court too i suppose but more than anything to me it just seems morbid it seems like like is there any other job you would make the person work till the day they die well they don't it's not that they have to they can retire at any time well absolutely just they, but i mean yeah yeah but still it's, you just look and go yeah that's a bit like who who thinks that's a good idea yeah, I uh, I don't know. I, I I don't. I mean, I don't think I'd have a problem with a term limit on the Supreme Court. That seems like something we should do. To me, the other side of term limits in general and the in elected position that people come back with is, well, you know, if I'm in Arizona and I want to elect John McCain fifty million times, it's our choice. We should be able to do that. I'm sympathetic yeah. to that too. I mean, yeah. I get it. It's not my choice here from Montana to tell you who to elect or not. That said, I guess what I would like to see, whether it's the Supreme Court or whether it's Congress or the presidency, I would like to see more of the citizen politician, somebody who, you know, does something, builds a life for themselves, builds a business, builds whatever, maybe does politics for four years and then goes back to their right. citizen life. Right. That's right. what I want. We got to wrap it up. Yeah. That's the yeah. way it's supposed think, to be. Yeah. I, I think the example you just gave is a bit different, though, because they still have to be convincing people every few years. Like our prime minister, in theory, yeah. could go their entire life, but they still have to go through an election every few years. They still have to convince the people that they're the person for the job. Yeah. Yeah. Although the Supreme Court justices are subject to impeachment. Like if they go totally rogue and do some real BS, they could be impeached mm. like anybody else. 
Yeah, I suppose. I know it just seemed. I just don't. It's a bit silly to allow people to basically be able to do whatever they want because, oh, not whatever, but you know. Yeah, sure. That they're in a position where it's a lot harder to get rid of them, and so you know, they're not subject to making sure that they're. I don't know the way I'm trying to put it, but you get what I mean. Sure. Well, thanks, man. No worries. Have a uh, have a good day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, thanks. Uh, Jay Edgar, you're good to go if you're ready. So to rebuild society, I would say, or the founding fathers for the new society would be Styx, Matt Christensen, and Jay <laughs> Edgar. Okay. Thoughts? Um, yeah, I mean, I, you need I a think... firebrand in there that's going to whip everybody into shape. That's true. I think Styx and, and I are both probably a little too like, yeah, I don't care, whatever. Do just do do whatever the fuck you want. Just leave me alone. That's I think we mostly share that perspective. So you might actually need someone who's a little more fashy uh, to keep yeah. things in line, keep things in order. But not me because I don't want that job. And you're a chick, duh. Yeah, and yeah. culture though. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well. Uh, so, are, do you do you think you're a good candidate to uh, to to install some order? Because Sticks and I aren't going to install order. I don't think. No, I was just trying to get a laugh before I actually had a serious topic to talk okay, about. Okay, sure. Go for it. And uh, before we get into that, too, because you mentioned it earlier, it is minus 18 base temperature in southern Wisconsin right now. Yeah, yeah. So you're supposed to get some uh, relief by the weekend, though, right? It's going to be like 40 on Sunday. Yeah, that's crazy. So you guys had a super chat towards the end of the last show, and this is... Uh, I don't know if Blonde has checked her email or her show email or, or not, because I emailed... Uh, both of those emails with a response to that. Um, the super chatter had mentioned that he was looking to see if he had the courage and it seemed like he was trying to end his own life. Oh yeah. I didn't, it's, I didn't get an answer. It's to tough that. to read, man. It's just like an off super chat. We don't, you know, we don't know. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it was well, very well, they email me, but I didn't see anything in, in the inbox email or anything else. I emailed you on that because that is, that is something that's really important to me. Um, When my channel was a baby channel, still a couple months old, my birthday came along and I decided that I wanted to do a fundraiser for the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention for that Mm -hmm. because I, um, this is really hard for me to say on the air, but I have actually survived suicide three times, three serious attempts and half a dozen uh, off attempts, half-assed attempts, but I mean, so, I beat it. I understand the fact. I'm not dumb enough to say that I'm completely cured because I know there's chemicals involved in that. But sure, the prevention so, of that is something huge to me. Go so ahead. So what what helps you? What helped you? And and how how would you advise somebody who's having that type of thoughts to uh, to proceed? Well, there are so many people out there that uh, say that this is just a one size fits all, and you have to go talk to this person and do this kind of therapy and whatnot. That's complete bullshit it is individualized to everybody who is suffering from Mm -hmm. that um many of the traditional ways to do things did not work for me i mean to get to the point where i was now um starting my channel was a huge part for it because that was something that i dreamed about doing for a long time Mm -hmm. but the empowerment that i got from kind of being able to tell my last girlfriend to take a hike because i realized she'd been i mean she broke up with me but she tried to keep it civil to a point and tried to stay in a, in a sort of relationship with me. Mm -hmm. And I just, I couldn't do that. I cold shouldered her and I felt very empowered. And that kind of gave me the confidence boost to pull myself to a point where I could be. But 
I mean, I understand the fact, like I said, I'm not stupid. I understand the fact that a kick in the stomach to me would, uh, a life kick in the stomach to me, not a legitimate kick in the stomach to me, could throw me right back down the path. And it's something I've got to watch for myself. Mm -hmm. But I do want to do everything I can to help other people who are in that. Sure. Yeah, if that person is listening, you didn't email me, but um, you know, I'm always down to talk. So is Jagger. I'm sure Matt is too. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And it, it's, it's always hard to interpret, you know, it's like, um, our, our super chat is such, is such a chaotic place and so full of like horrendous things that are said in jest that it's very hard for me to interpret what's serious and what is, you know, what is for laughs or something like that. But, um, but yeah, thank you. It, you know, it takes courage to come on here and, and discuss a, a story like that. So thank you for sharing it. And I, and I'd say the same, um, for anybody who's who's having this sort of thought, it's something that's very personal to me as well. Um, so if you're having this sort of thought, I, I try to make myself as accessible as possible. I'd love to to hear from anybody who is experiencing that sort of thing or could use just somebody to talk to momentarily. I'd make myself available that way too. Can I put my credentials out? Am sure. I allowed to do that on your yeah, show? People want to reach it. out and talk to. Yeah. Um, you can either tweet at me, that is at Ed's blog Twitter with a one in place of the I. Or you can email me, uh, Ed's blog, Twitter, just the regular way, without the one, at gmail.com. If you ever feel the need to talk to somebody, reach out to me, please. I can talk you through it to get to the point where you need to be, and I will help try and find local places for you tailored to your local area to try and get you the help that you need. All right. Well, thank you, man. We appreciate the thoughts, and and thanks for sharing your story. Thanks for Thank you. Take care, guys. Yep. Have a good night. And don't, don't walk outside. Don't freeze outside. Take care. See ya. Uh, all right, man. A lot of, a lot of hard hitting, serious stuff tonight. Holy cow. Uh, Let's talk more about suicide and post third trimester. Yeah. El Vaquero is up next. You're good to go, man. If you're ready. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yep. Yep. Loud and clear. All right. So I live in, um, the Albuquerque, New Mexico area. Have you seen Macho Ma'am yet? Well, actually, um, I was about to talk about that. Okay, Very good. Go for it. Because a friend of mine had to go to to the emergency room about a week ago. Mm -hmm. And guess who he saw? No way. Really? Yes. For what? Throwing a tantrum. I have no idea what Macho Ma'am was in there for. Did he punch through a wall because a pair of panties didn't fit? Well, he, he was throwing a temper tantrum and screaming and yelling at the, the hospital staff to not look at his balls. Oh, my God. I kind of believe Do you it. have, is there photos, footage? I mean, I'm not doubting your friend. I'm just, if there's, if there's documentation of this, I would very much like to see it. No, there is not documentation. It was okay. in the emergency room. <laughs> yeah, I suppose, like... I suppose you probably don't want to be filming yeah. that sort of thing. How strange. Uh, yeah, no, but it was, I was going to call in with some medical stories for Blonde about Mm. Uh, a ride along, but this came up today, and I was like, "You're kidding!" And no, they weren't kidding. And I guess it's 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 not really possible to mistake that person. That's a one of a kind person. You're not gonna you're not gonna say, "I think it was him." I think it. I was... don't know. I mean, that kind of tranny is all over Seattle. Really? Oh, yeah. That that's yeah. like a normal person. To, uh, all yeah. Right. yeah. Well, okay. Well, well, Albuquerque is kind of a strange place, kind of like Blonde described Seattle. So, I mean, it's it's wild. Yeah, I used to live in um, Albuquerque. Yeah. Oh, you did? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. When was that? 
ages two to eight. Oh, so you, you don't oh, have much memory of it then, I would assume. Eight and, years old? How much memory do you have a, from when you were eight years old? That's a not, lot of memory. Not a lot. Like hazy stuff. Not, you know, not yeah. super I mean, clear memories. Everything before <laughs> first grade. But yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's gotten a lot crazier than since you were here. I mean, we have people that will show up with an AK and say, call the cops. I'm waiting for him. And then there's like a running gun battle. Fun stuff. What? <laughs> Some guy got in a shootout with the cops? Yeah, he, he just showed up with, this was a couple of years ago. He showed up with an AK and told some random person, call the cops. I'm waiting for him. And then he and actually had a shootout. Did he die? Yeah, he, he got killed. And so it was basically it, suicide by cop. Yeah, and he huh. didn't manage Yikes. to kill any of them, but he did shoot a couple. So, I mean, it was, and it's everybody's wow. like, yeah, it's just Albuquerque. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, we got to let you go, but if you have a final thought, go for it. Yeah, in the Fed. All right, fair enough. Thank you. I like it. Okay. Magic Sky Fairy. We'll let, uh, this might be last call before we take a break at the top of the hour, but maybe we can get two more. Let me find. Magic Sky Fairy. Magic Sky Fairy, you're good to go. Cool, cool. So, um, yeah, we've had a couple of depressing ones. I know, man. Yeah, it's a lot of serious topics tonight. (laughs) Yeah, well, I'm not going to go that way. I I, maybe a little bit. I'm talking about collapsitarian ideology, Mm. I guess, or maybe game theory or whatever Mm -hmm. you want to call it. Help me understand this, because even Venezuela, um, you've still got, if you go to like John Oliver's channel or talk to various leftists, they'll just say, oh, yeah, those pesky Americans intervened in Venezuela's economy. That's why it fucked with them. Plus, global oil markets were against them. And they've got like, even though it's obviously socialism, they still and I feel yeah. like that would be the answer here as well. I feel like no, it, like we can watch this stuff affecting our economy and fucking us in real time. Mm. And then at the end of the road, there'll still be a bunch of leftists, you know, CNN hangers on saying, ah, those fucking right wingers, man, they ruined all of this. Yeah. Somehow. Yeah. I, I don't know how it is the nature of history, that. though. I mean, think about how much historical revisionism we've been fed just in our academic um, diet. Yeah. I mean, there are always people are always misrepresenting, but it's going to be different. The reflection on this period because it's so well documented. Yeah, uh, I don't. They know, won't man. be able to do we, it anymore. Yeah, I'm sure they'll still find a way, but the, you know, we'll, we'll see. Because uh, I'm, I might be in a way contributing to that in Canada, um, hmm. because we've got the Conservative Party now that has split in two. So we've got Bernier and Scheer, who I, I don't know if you've heard of either of those guys. Ber- I have Ber- not. Um, no. Well, Bernier's he, he made his own sort of right wing. Kind of, I, I think you guys would. He's on the Rubin Report, and he'd have a lot of ideas. Oh, I did see that. Uh, I should listen to it. Oh, yeah. okay. Is it new? Okay, so he's... I, haven't, I haven't listened to it yet. I should say, but I'm interested in listening to it. Well, that is the guy who I'm planning on voting for, and Sheer is kind mm. of like a Theresa May variety conservative, like conservative yeah. name only, but like social justice warrioring Trudeau in a way. But like, oh, you're friends with the bad Muslims. I'll be friends with the good ones and support them. That kind of thing. Whereas mm. Bernier's answer to that is just like, how about just individual rights? Also, climate change is stupid. Like, you know, hmm. stuff we like. Um, but, uh, oh, and I also wanted to make sure I got this in. I work at a large company, uh, quant-based uh, finance in Toronto. Um, and this the way the social justice uh, warrior stuff affects uh, even just normies. Like, I've got a boss who thought feminism is just politically neutral. Like, he's not even aware that that's a, a left thing yeah he, he's okay. just like no that's not leftists and i'm like what are you kidding me but anyway yeah show um, me show me your conservative the, the closest thing would be like 
the turfs, like the trans exclusionary. That's feminists. the closest. But they don't. But they're not right wing. No, even yeah. Theresa May, like she calls herself a feminist. She is not a conservative, even though that's technically the name of the party. But uh, mm. so I overheard him talking with another hiring manager um, about how he's worried that he's going to drop below the thirty percent required girl ratio. We're keep in mind we're a quant <laughs> desk, and I was yeah. like listening to this i was hang on what he's like yeah well what happens if i just get a whole bunch of applicants all my good applicants applicants right now are are, are men because yeah. we're trying to fill a road right now uh, yeah. a role and he's just like I, and i'm worried i'll get in shit because we get audited when we have like below whatever and i'm just like like he's, <sighs> he, so he seriously asked me the question what am i going to do if i just end up with too many guys and i'm like well then you have too many guys i thought like you're inserting there's no, there's no such thing it's just qualified candidates or I not know. you know it's like well that's the point you... i was making yeah yeah but we, we have all this like women in leadership stuff going out all the time and all these like and i thought like you know we had a pretty even mix but i thought that was just arbitrary arbitrary stuff like the result of a you said or a candidate but it yeah. does seem to be quite manufactured like he's been yeah. conscious about trying not because i feel like he personally has a bias just oh this is what you know it's like, like an input to equation this factor is in there i need to hire based on this criteria gender yeah. is now a factor i must include it um and to me I, I pointed out that's sexist like can you imagine nba team saying hey good news everyone we've got a diversity team now so instead yeah. of having the worst team blacks, in the league yeah we're yeah. gonna that that team would collapse instantly so why yeah. are we okay with doing this in a finance realm it doesn't yeah. make any sense but we're doing yeah. it anyway um anyway, anyway, let you go, but you know this is uh, this is going to cause the demise of all of our societies yeah well we'll see the collapsitarians though i don't know if they'll all the i told you so's won't amount to much i don't think <laughs> yeah who knows maybe i should just Take enjoy the decline i'll see you later thanks man <laughs> The good news is we'll have um, like nice lawn chairs, front row seats to the collapse. Like we won't be immediately consumed in the collapse. We'll get to watch it a little bit. It's before so it gets depressing. To us. It's like, and if we <laughs> don't see it, then our kids will. And if they don't, their kids definitely will. Yeah, it's, like, it's going to happen. And there's nothing we can do about it. Um, well, I thought the whole point of the collapsitarian ideology is to get it over with so that we can move on and build something better, better post collapse. I thought that yeah, was the but, point. Yeah, but it's made me so apathetic about life in general and so nihilistic that I can't even conjure the energy to be an accelerationist. Mm. I'm just like, whatever, it's just going to happen as it happens. Can somebody call in with something like uplifting? (laughs) Let's take, we got to take a quick uh, super chat and streamlabs break and then we'll do our last segment of calls. Andy Denial says, don't ever let anybody uh, try to talk to you into or try to talk you into their corner of infanticide during this fucked up bill passing. Are we China? I need to look more at this Virginia bill because the way people are describing it to me, I almost find to be unbelievable. And I'm not saying you guys are wrong. I'm not doubting you. I just... It's it sounds the descriptions of it sound so insane to me. I have a hard time accepting this as uh, as something people are serious about, but apparently they are. Um, Brian Williams says okay. uh, the actor who reported the incident to police uh, had originally left out the race motivation and the number of perpetrators. When questioned by TMZ, he added the details and corrected the record with police to his TMZ story. Uh, we need to talk about false flags. Yeah, I'll I'll be taking a closer look at this. Either this is individually the whole day, for right? yeah, uh, either for Sunday or maybe I'll look at it individually beforehand. But uh, but yeah, this this thing seems like absolute garbage. And then of course for hoax hate on Sunday too. There's another receipt incident, another restaurant receipt, which this has happened several times now. Was it it's, Muslims? 
Uh, no, this one is sorry we don't tip immigrants. And uh, well, what kind of like immigrants a, are they? The the waitress was multilingual and claims that she was speaking Spanish to somebody, and they said we don't tip immigrants. Sorry, that didn't happen. Yeah, I know. I know. Are you going to stream lives? Yeah, I'm done. Uh, Rick Moranis, for the third show in a row, this live stream only showed up when I had to go to the effing Easter egg where RGB, RBG, Waldo Hunt to find it. So fuck mm. them and his ah to you. I have extra shekels. Triggered white male. Well, Thank thanks for finding it. If you're if it's not showing up in your notification, I think you can click the little bell thing on my channel and that'll give that'll like send you a push notification to your phone. and Or you can sign up for push notifications in the YouTube app on your phone. That sort of thing if you're having trouble getting reminders for streams when you'd like them. Otherwise... Streams are always at the same time. Wednesdays, 9 p.m. Sundays, 9 p.m. If they don't show up on your YouTube, mattchristiansonmedia.com slash live because we got the live page up now too. Thanks for tuning in. That was a whole thing. Yeah. Uh, Big LC, Matt and I once made love, but I said no homo first, so it's not gay. It's still totally gay, Big LC. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Alex Fissi. Alex Fissi. They're about to force the reexamination of Roe v. Wade by pushing for this extreme. Bring it on. By the way, just call me Alex. Sorry, Alex. Hmm. Uh, she's right. It's really not going to change. Uh, New York could do this if Roe v. Wade was overturned. Yeah, they can do whatever they want. And even though, I mean, I've sort of struggled with this too, because it's like, it's a good test for how committed you are to states, autonomy, states rights and stuff. I think this stuff's terrible. I don't want to live in a place like Virginia and New York who's doing these sorts of things. Yeah, Uh, but I don't want to live in a country where any state allows these things. Well, and the other trade off is, Listen, I'm I'm willing to let other states be basically as degenerate as they want, and I cannot <laughs> live with them. But the problem is they won't let me do that. Like the, you, you can listen to Andrew Cuomo talking. He wants to be as degenerate as he wants in New York, and on principle, I'm mostly fine with that. Even though I strongly disagree with basically everything he does. Problem is he's not going to let me in Montana do that. He wants federal control of Montana. Meanwhile, all the freedom for New York to do whatever weird crap they want. Yeah, but it doesn't and, uh, matter if people can move freely. People from a degenerate state can move freely to another state. Yeah, and it's presumably they would. That, but I want competition among states. I want California and New York to do idiotic things and I want people to leave. And then California and New York stuff have to... like this. This isn't idiotic. This is satanic. Well, I guess I guess the counterpoint I would I would offer or the thing to consider is like different states handle murder differently. Ugh. That said, there aren't any states are that don't do criminalize murder. Uh, the homicide of a pregnant woman? What are they going to do about that? Seems it's like it's they complicated in New York, I, if I'm correct, and I might be fake news on this, so don't quote me on it. But I, they removed the killing of an in utero child from the criminal code. That makes sense. I don't, and they redacted the part that said if you harm a child in utero, that's punishable by X, Y, and Z. That, that, that part has been repealed per this law. So I'm not 100% clear on what happens if, say, you're just a guy who beats up a pregnant lady and causes a miscarriage, for example. I guess um, you would get an assault. But not for the child, I guess. <sighs> but I'm not, don't, you know, like I said, don't quote me on that. I'm not 100% clear, but that would seem to be the implication. Oh, my God, this is so depressing. Uh, Cynic 8, mm. this Sunday, fun day, we're going to have Kraut talking about his doxing server, giving his views and reason behind it. Whoa. It will be on stream. Me, Mr. Medicare, Medicare, have fun, everyone. Where's this going on? Um, I guess it's going on Mr. Medicare's channel. Oh, okay. We're going to have Kraut talking about his doxing. I forgot about that. Even though you were targeted by it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was. God. Yeah. 
Uh, the Red Coffee. Hello, longtime subscriber, but new to donating. Appreciate everything you guys do and wish you all the best in the future. Thank you. Well, thanks for tuning in and thanks Jason for sticking with us. Barsamian. Okay, so there's nothing wrong with race mixing among two high IQ races, but I think it's horrible when low IQ browns and whites, Asians mix. LOL. White plus Asian is a okay though. <laughs> Uh, sharp breath scorpion. Uh, no pita doesn't give a fuck. No pita. Um, <laughs> Matt and I once made love. I held him close like a glove. His kisses felt so sweet. Bent Matt over and gave him a treat. Mixing wow. colors brown and white. Corn kernels. Compelling too. and rich. Thank you. I hope my parents aren't watching this. Yeah. It's been a bad show. Colonel well, they Panic. were proud of the show. Maybe not anymore. Yeah, but they're like, you need to bring that energy to the show. Every show. And I show up on Wednesdays. I'm like... <sighs> <laughs> well, that that said, I, 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 you did seem like rejuvenated on Sunday. You I don't know like what happened. Were, yeah. yeah. Like you had a little pep in your step. It was just a good day. Um, yeah. Michael Azari. So if it's directed at people of color, it's a microaggression. If it's directed at a white person, it's white fragility. It seems legit. That's totally mm. true. Colonel Panic. Um, did I read this? No. Matt, have you seen recent NRA U-turn video in support of red flag laws? The NRA is officially mm. opposed to due process and gun rights. Uh, so last year about this time, I was gifted an NRA membership by the audience, and I'm very thankful that they chose to do that. That said, because of specifically the bump stock ban, I have decided to transition my support to Gun Owners of America. Nice. Um, I think they're more aligned with things that matter. I've not heard about this support for red flag laws, uh, so I'd have to look into it, but it does seem that the NRA is dropping the ball a little bit on some important issues. And that's why I've chosen to transition. Why are they doing elsewhere. this? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, because if, if this is true, that's kind of two, uh, two things that they've surrendered on in the last year that the are bump pretty important. Is the other thing, right? Yeah. And, and it's not, mind you, it's not, it's not just the bump stock ban. It's also how it happened. It's that the president just kind of rewrote Right. Federal law to say, yeah, this is included now too. This thing that the ATF said was illegal like 10 years ago, now it counts as a machine gun because I said so. Beyond bump stocks, it's a legal mess. It's it's actually one of the things Trump has done that I hate the most. If I had to list things Trump has done that I hate, yeah. it would be top three for sure. Well, and the NRA just said, one. yeah, sure, we support it. So, yeah. Um, Let's do a few more, I guess. Uh, maybe we should wrap up. Yeah, back. let's let's do twenty minutes of calls and then we'll uh, we'll get back to emails and super chat at the bottom of the hour. Bill is up next. Oh, it's so cold in here. I can find him. Where's Phil? Here's Phil. Hey, Phil, you're good to go. If you can get that mic unmuted. King in yellow is up next. Let's see here. Um, let's the king in yellow. You're good to go if you're ready. Yeah, I'm. I'm <clears throat> can you hear me? Yep, yes, loud and clear. Go for it. Awesome. What's on your mind? Uh, I've been black pilled. Uh oh, <laughs> blonde needs some me. optimism. No, it's okay. Yeah, I, I know. I heard her say <laughs> that, and now I yeah. feel bad. Okay, no, what it's do you not got? your fault. I don't know. It it really started about about six months ago, but. I just can't seem to get out of this funk and like. Hold on, I'm having a get hope. I'm having a hard time. I'm getting a lot of echo in my headset. You probably have. To, you need to mute your stream. That might be the issue. Yeah. All right. There, we're good. Okay, go for it. All right. Anyway, the the MAGA hat kid thing. Mm-hmm. 
and now this tea like that was bad and now to be fair i've been like dr house rolling the black pill in my palm for months just staring at it yeah and i finally took it because people i know i'm from kentucky and people i know and love and respect got on board with this thing and started like doxing these innocent children yeah and then yeah but that story had serious silver lining like something about him standing there with like the support of all of his friends and them taking an approach of humor to it and then refusing to apologize it, I, I think that maybe that's that. why I was energized on Sunday. I'm like, all right, Generation Z is not going to get pushed around by the left, hopefully, right? Yeah. That, I suppose that gave me a little bit of hope. But then, like, now people are doing this new hoax hate thing, and they're citing TMZ as their news source, and I'm just <laughs> like, just burn the whole thing down. We're never going to get through to these people. <laughs> well, they never answer the question, too. If this is the rampant problem you believe it to be, why are you faking it on a weekly basis now? Right, right. If we're exactly. so racist, then why do you have to constantly manufacture racism? It's like yeah. it would just be around you. And these stories I, I, aren't even good or convincing. It's incredible. I, yeah, and I, and to, the, like, to this claim, uh, I'll, I'll be brief, but to the claim he got bleach thrown on him, there would be evidence of that independent of surveillance footage. You'd see bleach on his clothes, on his skin. You would there'd be evidence. You can't just yeah. toss bleach on a person and be like, "Oh, I'm fine. Nothing happened." Yeah, it's it's yeah. like I said, the whole thing just makes me sad, and mm. uh, I'm just like, I used to be really passionate about all this stuff, and now I just don't care anymore. I'm just like, yeah, whatever. They're the progressives going to do whatever they want, and nothing we say is ever going to stop them. So, so are you? Uh, you're on board with the collapsitarian party then? I mean, yeah. I mean, I was on board with the libertarian party. Hmm. That blew up in my face, didn't it? Yeah, but I think that maybe I don't. I, I don't want to speak for you, but the reason that I was attracted to libertarianism is because I thought that we would be able to be somewhat separatist, but the left won't allow that. And so now, yeah. and that's why I made that video about balkanization. I'm like, I just can't. I can't share a country with these people. I can't. I was. Do I have to burn it all the, down, uh, or can we just exist peacefully in a separate area of the country? I was. I was actually saying in the in the in the uh in the in the uh the chat room before that maybe we need to like kind of like texas louisiana like alabama florida georgia uh kentucky it's tennessee so hot K- though and, and then just and then just draw a new mason dixon line and then it's just like progressives in that part of the country we'll take everything down here we'll have our own they don't get all the best weather in the country no we get florida and like georgia in the summertime that place is beautiful <sighs> So hot. All right, we got to let you go. Yeah, but if you got uh, one last black pill before you're out, go for it. No, I'll just, uh, I'll have a little bit of hope for the future, I guess. I'll try to be hopeful for for you guys. Keep up the good work. (laughs) All right, thanks. Thanks Thanks for tuning in. Appreciate it. Phil, you're good to go if you're ready. Let him hang out a second. I don't see his mic lighting up. I know a fat guy. (laughs) I'm not sure if this is a, oh, wait, no, sorry. I, I jumped the gun. I jumped too far down. Uh, Savage is up next. Let me see if I can. Got a lot of people hanging out in the server tonight. Hard to find people. Um, Savage, you're good to go if you're ready. Savage, you there? Uh, you're really soft, but I, I did hear a little. And I think something. I hear our stream. Sorry, I'm just on a shitty laptop. <laughs> yeah, I got you now, though. Okay, cool. Um, so I'm calling from the liberal hellhole that is uh, Vancouver, Canada. Oh, cool. <laughs> I just wanted to talk about a, a double standard with the left that's kind of been bugging me. Okay. Okay. A lot of people, especially on the left, they talk about big corporate donations and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. that, that, that 
luck on the Young Turks. Um, brings that up, like especially against Tucker Carlson or whatever. Yeah. Point out that money can be influenced. They don't point out that big corporate censorship from these same companies. Yeah. Down people's Patreons. Um, on the right or the libertarian side. Is that yeah. not influence in itself? How do, how do they differentiate influence monetarily and say that's different from, you know, people who can, who can influence elections, voices like you guys? How do they, you know, what, how does that cognitive... Yeah, I mean, I mean, this and this is why I'm very wary of drawing these kinds of distinctions about speech generally. You know, like, is, is money speech, is association speech... I think you have to be pretty deferential on on those sorts of topics. Otherwise, yeah. I mean, you end up. I, I've never been satisfied with Jenks' arguments on money and speech and why, um, like his, his case saying? on why Citizens Citizens United was um, decided incorrectly, and because he just believes that they're fundamentally different things. You can watch um, his debate with Ben Shapiro, and How? Uh, and and Ben tries to to corner him on the point. It's like, well. Lots of people invested in you, Jenk, to do all sorts of political speech, and that was fine. Why is it fine for big yeah. big business interests to invest in you for monetary or political purposes, but it's not fine for people to support which candidates they want, however they yeah. want? You know, and he, yeah, I've never been satisfied with his answer, and and um, and and I mean, I, I guess the the thing that works against me in this case is I believe association to be an extent of speech too, and yeah, so yeah. even though I hate that, like Patreon, I hate the way Patreon um, managed this decision. Yeah, that said, I, I you know you know how hesitant I've been to like try to control them through the law into like forcing them to serve people or something. Yeah. With social media and with with YouTube and everything. Of course. People being associated with with you as a politician might even be more important than Remember Did you catch that Google stream or that uh that leaked Google event? We went through it on the stream, but remember the the oh, Google yeah, yeah, meeting the after the 2016 election? Oh. No, it was after, the, after the 2016 election where they were basically all collectively crying about Hillary losing. Oh yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. I, I think a bunch of people covered that. Yeah, I mean the idea that that that, that this that business interests can be stripped of their human political interests—it's just not possible. Right. I don't think you can. I don't think you can do it. That's crazy. Yep. Hmm. We got to give you the boot, but that's totally that's true. Yeah. They are hypocritical. They'll never yeah. admit it, though. Thanks, man. Last uh, one, last thing. And sorry. Sure. Go yeah. for it. I'm going to see, uh, like I said, I'm, I'm in Vancouver right now. I'm going to see Stefan Molyneux in Vancouver hmm. with Lauren Southern. Yeah. I'm on, I'm on the I'm on the Google sheet where you know people. Are in oh comments. yeah. To anyone who's in the area, I don't know if they're going or want to meet up or something, but. Yeah. Are there other people in Vancouver on the sheet? I, I have. I have. Oh, okay, so, so yeah. Um, yeah, get in touch with them, and then if anybody is in, if if you're in Vancouver and you're interested in that sort of thing, check out it's the um. Hard to find as a virgin woman in, uh, in Vancouver, so. Okay, so if people are in Vancouver and they're interested in that sort of thing, check out the links in the description of our our Sunday show. It's got a link to a sign up sheet and a list of contacts for people. <laughs> Sorry, beer burps are coming, but you can find uh you can find uh, um everybody's contacts in there, and then and get in touch that way. That's awesome. Thanks, man. Thanks, Appreciate it. Thanks. Bye. By the way, I will say too, uh, I think last I looked, there's like 400 people signed up on this thing. And not only that, there's another guy in Serbia. 
I joked no on Sunday way. about like, wow, some guy in Serbia is trying to find people to hang out with. There's another person in Serbia. Wow, there's going to be a Serbia meetup. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, you know, I, I jumped the gun unless it's maybe like his brother or something. Who knows? Wow. Hmm. That's Phil, so crazy uh, to think about. I should st- probably stop. You should look at this list and just realize like, holy cow, there's that many people who um, want to meet other like-minded people around this, this stream. You know, that's really cool. That's really encouraging. So, and I'm glad people are doing that. Phil, you're going to chime in if you can get that mic working. Um, Let's see. Tales from the intellectual dark web. Try that. It's so hard to find people. Here we go. Tales from the Intellectual Dark Web. You're good to go if you can get that mic running. Grant is up after that. Try Grant. Grant, you're good to go if you're ready. All right. Uh, maybe uh, maybe go back to the uh, the abortion thing. Sure. Oh, my God. It's a hot topic right now. <laughs> well, I was looking into it, and one of the things that um, – that I noticed was uh, when New York passed their thing, they were talking about the article was like only, and I'm doing air quotes, uh, uh-huh. only 2% of their abortions every year that they count and keep track of uh-huh. are late-term abortions, which is past 24 weeks. 2% but those of were also those, those were illegal in New York prior to this. Well, Except for somehow, cases of life of the mother. I don't know. Well, you know, they stretched that a lot of this stuff they they somehow were keeping track of it and they were trying to say only and that amounts to a thousand six hundred a year yeah that's yeah that's still a hell of a lot and so one of the interesting things is if you look at gun deaths in new york even counting suicides all gun deaths it's 900 a year whoa in the entire state in the entire state including new york city yeah wow wow so so when they say it's rare it's 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 not as rare as gun deaths so we, I'm trying to do the math in my head. You're saying nine, uh, like a thousand represents two percent. So there's something in the neighborhood of fifty thousand abortions in New York State per year. Is that figure correct? Yeah, something like that. And it's like wow, six hundred thousand, or it's it's a lot per year. And it's it's it holds for about the nation too, about two percent. There's more there's more um, late term abortions, just late term abortions, as there are gun deaths. So. Wow. Well, this and is so strange because I, I've, I've, I always hear the pro-choice argument of like one in four women has had an abortion. And I've always thought, ah, I don't know about yeah. that. But maybe it is actually true. Maybe that is statistically accurate. I, don't I personally – actually come down too. In, hmm. uh, it, used to be, it used to be more. Uh, more abortions per year like in the 70s and 80s. Hmm. So it's that a lot lower That seems impossible. I mean hmm. – uh, like of um, the percentage of population, is it corrective? I think I think people are um, probably not having as much um, irresponsible sex, but I don't know. I don't know what that's. Those are the official numbers that are like being reported by the government. Wow. All right. Wow. Well, thanks for giving us the numbers. Thanks. Um, I feel. And we should get proof of. Li- we need proof of life for uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and they can't yeah. tell us that a heartbeat or brain activity is because that doesn't. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Thank thank you, man. Thanks. All right. Okay. I know a fat guy. Let's see. Let's see if we can get him in here. I know a fat guy. You're good to go if you're ready. Hey, yes, I am. Uh, I'm going to change gears a little up. Uh, I was talking about Elizabeth Warren's wealth tax and why it's unconstitutional. 
Okay. I actually know barely anything about this. So if you can explain really briefly what the okay, proposal real is. Okay, briefly, she wants to tax anyone who has over $50 million at 2% and you have over a billion dollars, it's at uh, 3%. Okay. okay. This is the first time it's really gotten major uh, press. It's been proposed a few times before. Mm-hmm. According, to, according to the Constitution, there are two types of taxes, direct and indirect. Direct, you have to think of like the income tax because it hits everybody. Mm-hmm. And the Constitution is very clear in two sections that it has to be equilateral amongst the states. So think of it like a flat tax would be constitutional, but a progressive tax would be unconstitutional. Mm. That's, that's why they had to pass the amendment to allow the progressive income tax and allow our tax code to get so complicated. Mm-hmm. So her people are arguing that's an indirect tax. Now, an indirect tax is like a tariff, a duty, or something like that. Okay. And they're going under the uh, guise of the estate tax or the gift tax. Now, if you read the Supreme Court, they're not actually taxing that money. They use, it, they use the word privilege. You're being taxed on the privilege to give your money to someone else. So, what? what so it's mo- a privilege to like give your inheritance to your kids? Yes. Okay. You're, being, huh. you're paying a tax on the privilege. So what they're actually arguing with the wealth tax is that it's a privilege to own property in the United States. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. I mean, the, the, you're just erasing, like, a fundamental premise or value of our entire country. I mean, come on. You're Life, also... liberty, and the pursuit of property was the original phrase in the Declaration yep. of Independence. You're also getting rid of the right to property because how else are you going to know anyone's wealth unless you know everything they own? Yeah, fair fair point. Yeah, good God. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you get enough Ruth Bader Ginsburgs on the Supreme Court, I'm sure it will go through. Well, she's about to be off, and somebody <laughs> who's much unlike her, I think, is going to replace her. I'm I I can't wait to see the political spectacle of when oh yeah uh, of I'm when her replacement it. is up for confirmation. I know. Oh my God. Their I actually I, I I should be careful what I wish for because after Kavanaugh I don't know what much left they have but for like terroristic acts. Talk about demoralizing. That was yeah. seriously upsetting. Well, at least it went the right way in the end. If it hadn't, yeah, but like oof. even people on the right were turning retard because of it. I suppose, yeah, yeah. All right, and uh, before we're up I against get the going, clock, but uh, but yeah, take a last thought if you want. Yeah, the last thing is, uh, blonde. I can give you a. Great, and just two years of pain with the economic collapse, but I don't have time for that. Uh, <laughs> if you want to look into something, look into uh, Alfred Gockel. Last time I gave you Peter Max. Alfred Gockel's an artist. You might enjoy him. And if uh, I'm on jury duty, so hopefully my trial is not afterwards because we have a open communist on the jury. Interesting. Oh. All right. All right. Well, thank you, man. <laughs> okay. See ya. Have a good night. Yep. I've never got cool jury duty. I got it once when I lived in California and I showed up and I wasn't needed. And I was hoping like, come on, crazy murder case. Come on. You know? <laughs> yeah. But then you're on interesting. for, you know, an undisclosed amount of time. I guess I just always wanted, I wanted that experience and I've never had it. Uh, you smell so bad. How do you smell so bad? <laughs> Does Bash smell terrible? He, uh, he's been known to have some, uh, some, some gas. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tales from the Intellectual Dark World will try again if you're good to go. Hey guys, how y'all doing? Doing all right. How are you? Not too bad. Oh, thanks. I can't hear. So. Oh, I guess Blonde can't hear you, but I'll I'll relay. Okay. Well, actually, my question was for you, so I guess it'll kind of work out. Okay. Um, well, I had sent an email like last Wednesday, and it was uh-huh. like titled uh, "Get Woke and Don't Go Broke." Okay. I don't know if you had a chance to see it or anything. Uh, maybe refresh my memory. Uh, it was just a video from this uh, professor of marketing at NYU, uh-huh. and it was over a bunch of topics, but it was preset to a section where he was talking about one of the ways that businesses could get more money strategy-wise 
was to target the demographics that are most likely to be affluent. And he yeah. said the three most predictive categories were being a woman, being gay, and being progressive. Wow, interesting. Okay, so maybe yeah. it is pure business. Yeah, I mean, I haven't checked the sources, but he's usually pretty spot on. He predicted Amazon was going to buy Whole Foods way before they did. Huh. So he's, he's got some chops. But I wanted to bring that up because whenever you were talking about Gillette and how you were talking about you don't want your companies to like moralize to you yeah you just want them to sell you the product or whatever yeah. i was wondering are you sure that that's the case because i'm really for freedom i mean of it's the case it's the case for me but i'm well, not saying everybody has to abide well i would ask then like you know back in 1960s before civil rights being for uh -huh. freedom association i wouldn't have wanted to force diners to integrate or make them serve like certain categories of people yeah, yeah. legally but morally I would have supported companies that were like, we're going to support people of all colors or anybody of can come. Well, here. I mean, yeah, it's a different time too. And, and I guess in that context, I suppose I'd be more willing to go to like a diner. That's like, we don't, but, but again, in that case, what the diner's saying is we actually don't care. We'll serve anybody. We just want to sell you food. I, I don't know that it's actually a, like a, a diversity claim in today's context, you know? Why am I nodding? Like I know what the hell you guys are talking yeah, about. Yeah. Sorry. I'm over here. Like, I I, th I guess what I'm saying is in that context, I think what those businesses are saying is we just sell sandwiches. I don't care what color or creed you are. Just come in for a sandwich. You know, they weren't like okay. fetishizing black people necessarily in the way that they would okay. today. Okay. So then, but I guess, would you, well, cause I think of like how um, on Ben Shapiro's show, he's always advertising black, well, not always, but black rifle coffee or whatever. And I feel I'm wearing like a shirt right now. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah. kind of on mobile side. I haven't been able to watch okay. the show directly. Oh, but, yeah, no, no. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. But no, like, I feel like people support that. Like, when they have to choose between them and Starbucks, and I'm pretty sure both companies are open to everybody, people are choosing, you know, each because they're pushing certain values. And yeah. especially if you're more libertarian, you would want the values not to be set by the government or no, well, one out, sure, but. Oh, sure. And I agree with you. I'm not trying to force Starbucks or any of these or Nike or any of the rest. And we'll have to we'll have to wrap it up. I'll have to let you go. But I, I'm not in favor of making them do these things. I am in favor of the market deciding. And to your point, it may actually be true that it's beneficial to them from a market perspective. I find that baffling to me personally. But but um, it could be the case. We'll, we'll have to let you go. But thanks for the thoughts. Okay. No problem. Nice talking to you. Thanks, man. Have a good night. Uh, just to clue you in on what he was talking about, he's basically referencing some market studies that show that uh, if you're targeting like the most affluent demographics, companies are targeting women and gay people who are progressive because they happen to be like the most affluent people. Um, and then his reference to Black Rifle Coffee was like, well, you know, you might like it or Ben Shapiro might like it because of the values that they espouse. And that's true. That's one reason I like their company a lot. Um, and, and it's fine if you like Starbucks because they let... Um, drug drug addicted right. hobos into their bathroom so that's fine i'm not saying you can't do that it's just um generally speaking I'd, i would prefer that not thrown in my face anyway uh <laughs> let's do one last call before we hop in sound sound sure. good um van van holio is gonna get last word tonight if uh oh but oh no van holio is still here that's uh that's an odd name i don't know if we've heard this from this person before van holio you there yeah, you can hear me. Yep, go for it. All right. Um, so let's get away from the depressing abortion topic and let's go into the Second Amendment. Did you guys see 
that yesterday they ended the Las Vegas shooting investigation. I saw a few tweets sent my way, but I don't, were there any, was there anything new to come out of it? Any new information? 16 months, uh, largest shooting or the most deadly shooting in America. No motive. Hmm. Bullshit. Couldn't find Hmm. one. I, this is so, this just stinks. This whole thing. I get so conspiratorial on this. Hmm. No, I don't believe it either. I think the FBI is full of shit. Like it's something probably, is I'm up here. Like Twenty years down the line, they're going to have something like files leaked out or something. Yeah, yeah. I saw some meme that was. It had the pictures of the Covington kids, and it's like uh, everybody knows everything about these twenty kids within twenty four hours. Then yeah. it has the Las Vegas shooter. It's like no new information. All no, we have is this one weird picture yeah. where his eyes are half closed. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, that's the other weird thing, too. I was, like, looking CNN, CBS, ABC News, like, on their web pages just to see if there's, like, a little sliver of the story. Because I didn't hear about it until I was watching the kill stream from last night today, mm. and they talked about it. Um, and there's not even a single story, but you can go on CNN and see Don Lemon like, making a fool of himself joking see, about Trump. that's yeah. weird because he was a white man, and so you would think that they would be all over it. But I rarely he was secretly hear it. with ISIS, man. You know that. But thing. if you go, you, know, you know, know, if you go maybe. to Twitter, you yeah. can see people um, saying, "Well, it's not about why he did it; it's about how he did it." Nope, it's how about why. Yeah, it's absolutely about why. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. I completely yeah. agree. But yeah, yeah, I can't believe people would say that. It's Virginia just, Tech guy only used themselves. handguns, and how many people did he kill? Like twenty-five. He was, he was in the thirties. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. And what anyway, about that's bombs? all I got. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, thanks for the information, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yep, have a great night. All right, so we will uh, call. Uh, we will call our callers. We'll end our callers there. And uh, thanks to everybody for calling in. I know not everybody can get in. Thank you for your patience, everybody, especially after the system has kind of been thrown into nonsense by the by the Patreon stuff. But if you're having trouble getting into the live room, and you'd still like to participate, you can send us an email. That's beauty in the beta at gmail dot com. Put call in show in the question or in the uh, in the subject line. Uh, call-in show question that is in the subject line so we know that's what it's for and we'll respond to it on the air as we're going to right now so i will start out with uh with cooper who says i was listening to local uh a local radio show in utah and they were talking about how medicaid and medicare need to be restructured in a sense that it helps people actually get out of poverty uh poverty Currently, from what they said, uh, and the other thing I've seen, Medicare and Medicaid just cuts off the instant you break a certain amount of income. I feel this incentivizes people from getting new or better jobs. Would you support or have any ideas on a bill that would help give Medicare to those in need, but slowly tapers off as they make more money? Um, The phrase they used was saying Medicare should be a hands uh, hand up and not a handout. It'd be difficult in the Medicare context too, because Medicare just basically operates on like a fee for service structure. Like you yeah. get, well, yeah. and, then, and I guess I should, I should clarify. Medicare is for old people and and um, pe- people with disabilities. Okay, Medicaid is for low income people, and that's mm-hmm. a state federal partnership. So really, what you're talking about here is probably more Medicaid, Medicaid. reform, and. Pr- I'm sure the states have some degree of freedom in how they design their Medicaid structures, so maybe they could actually do this. But as I understand Medicaid systems, it is largely income-based, so the way he's describing. So maybe the system that he's describing, which would be, um, I don't know, I, I guess the problem is it's not, it's not like Medicaid and Medicare, they don't just cut you a check to pay for medical services. It's like you go to the doctor, you get X service, they pay the bill for the service. Right. 
So if you were to actually stagger, like, uh, stagger it off as you make more money, you'd have to maybe say Medicaid will only pay X percent of the bill. Maybe you have a higher like copay or something like that. Yeah. Um, anyway, I, I guess I'm getting too lost in the weeds. Probably just get to the spirit of his question, which is would you be in favor of some mechanisms that make it I don't want to use the word tougher. It's like you have to make sure that you're not actually incentivizing people to to not work, to not work, right. which I think we do that quite a bit in this country. With unemployment, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know that I have a great idea, but yeah, I mean, we are realistically, we, to the extent I understand the system, we are putting people in a spot where it's like you, you work any harder and all of a sudden your medical coverage gets erased. Right. That's a clear perverse incentive, like a reverse incentive, a bad one. So... Yeah, I'm open to ideas to how to restructure that. Thanks Thank you, Cooper. Yeah. Uh, this is from Jack. He says, context. It seems to me that the public is searching for the one perfect person to save, the, to save them, society, or the world from crisis and strife. But whenever their leaders fail, like Trump caving, Hillary's presidential loss, black pills are automatically distributed to the frail followers mm. of these pseudo-religious groups. Blonde included, I added that. Plus... Mm -hmm. This kind of thinking allows crazies like uh, Alexandria Ocasio, AOC, and Che Guevara to obtain power over others. This concoction of a mass volatile group of weak-minded people searching for the modern messiah has been historically tested to be dangerous and unhealthy. Um, I would agree with that, but I think that in the act of a majority of society searching for people on the fringes, uh, it, it's telling of a deeper societal disease. The fact that we're looking for somebody that's going to turn everything over on its head just tells me that we don't have a sustainable society. There's a question here too. How do we stop the search for the modern Messiah? Oh, what, whoops. Um, what needs to happen to convince the public that prosperity comes from the bottom up and not from the top down? I don't know what um, it is. I mean, I do think there's something about human nature that you're describing, whether it is, whether it, whether you find, um, you know, like a personal savior in the religious setting or whether you deify a political figure or a celebrity. There's something about human nature that has to uphold a figure like that. That's true. And the best um, way to avoid uh, attracting leaders from the fringe is to have a stable nuclear family. So, yeah. I, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah. It, it does seem that the deterioration of the family and gender roles is at the heart of a lot of societal dysfunction and unhappiness. Oh yeah. And we talk about it all the time. I'm not trying to fit anybody into a box that they don't want to be in, but the reality is the box is pretty sweet. Like I've, I've not been more happy in my life than when I've been a, like a traditional male in a, in a relationship. You know what I mean? Yeah. Take a leadership role, provide, make decisions, that kind of stuff. Yep. That's the way the world goes around, you know? And Women are responsive to that too. Like, have you, were you happier previously as like a career woman? Oh my God, no. S single and stuff? Like, no, you don't no. want to do that. No, no. I've never been happier than like cooking my husband dinner. Listening yeah, it's the best. Yeah. So yeah, eh, it's, that's all a great lie. But yeah, um, I suppose that would be the answer that, that we got to keep families intact and we got to realize, not force people into gender roles, but <laughs> or maybe maybe force them. I don't know. <laughs> Gotta well, I'm also them, not like, saying it's... that people have to get married yeah. either. Ann Coulter's not married, and she's uh, done an immense. Uh, she's always the exception, though. Yeah, I mean, but I'm just saying that in general, these are the rules that built our society. And... Yeah, and they make people happy. They make them mm -hmm. satisfied, and they don't. I'm not saying that. 
I'm not saying it's wrong to have like a traditional religious faith. In fact, I'm quite sympathetic to people that do. I, I don't necessarily, but I think that it will, that having a stable home will make you less reliant on having like particularly a human Messiah in the way that this person's right, describing. Right. Yeah. You don't need a savior if you're, if your home yeah, is already a salvation. Yeah, and when you salvation. have people to yeah. take care of, then, you know, then they'll take care of you. You don't need them. Exactly. Yeah. Brett says, uh, I wanted to ask your opinion about how the right approaches political discourse. During controversial events, conservatives often heap praises and offer concessions before giving even the mildest criticism. This happened with Christine Blasey Ford. Thank you for speaking up. You are so brave. I remember those. And uh, now Nathan Phillips, you are a respected elder. Thank you for your service. Why do conservatives adopt this approach? Is this a matter of maintaining civility or is it weakness? In my opinion, neither of these people are worthy of praise or respect. And I feel no hesitation labeling them as opportunistic liars. Yeah, um, I'm in your camp too. I think it's hmm. a way to soften the blow, but I agree with you that that neither of these people are worthy of praise. Yeah, And we didn't do that with either of them, for sure. Yeah, I guess, uh, well, I guess what you have to do, hmm. I mean, for me, I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to throw anyone under the bus or praise them unnecessarily until I've evaluated information that justifies either of those things. I think the, the conservatives who are uh, trying to be as respectful as possible, I think they're just political actors mostly. Like if you're in Congress and you've got this person claiming to be a victim, Christine Blasey Ford or whomever, you just don't want to be the the victim of the 24 hour hate mob for like saying the wrong thing. I think it's just purely political. So the answer I think is, I mean, maybe they can nut up a little bit. Maybe that's not too much to ask, but I think the other, the other side of that coin is for us as a society and a culture to reward people, not to shame people for being disrespectful or something like, like uh, uh, for example, remember when um, Senator Kennedy from, was it Kennedy or no, it was the other guy from Louisiana. The other senator from Louisiana who was walking through Congress and those people tried to shame him for his vote on whatever. And he stopped and said, kids, I'm sorry that your mom is using you as a political pawn, but I hope all the best for you. That yeah. kind of stuff, you have to actually, for us as people that want to see this, the sort of values you're describing, we have to do a good job of praising people like that when that happens and saying, yeah. good, this is what I want to see. I, you should have the balls to speak up courageously like this. Good for you. You got to reinforce that. Kind yeah. Of that being said, it's really hard and it wears you down and I can see why people don't want to do it. I mean, you, you take a risk, but once the paradigm becomes the majority, people will feel braver. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this is uh, Cameron? Yeah, go for it. Uh, hey, Matt. Two, f- Matt. Ah. <laughs> two fairly simple questions. How do you feel about the death penalty? I haven't heard mm. you talk about it at all. I was curious what your opinion was. I have a slightly different idea than most people. I think the death penalty for extreme circumstances like mass murders is actually too easy on the criminal, but I also believe life in prison is too easy as well. I think there should be the other option of some kind of program that's completely de- that completely degrades you as a human, maybe 18-hour-a-day extreme physical labor, you get a few hours sleep, one to two meals per day, physical punishments for not following orders, something that would totally destroy someone as a human. Maybe it's a bit brutal, but so is killing and raping people. This is a shallow thought, and I haven't thought too much about it, and I'm still trying to figure out what I think. Anyway, what is your opinion? 
Uh, so I kind of like the abortion issue. I've really struggled with where I stand on this. I think generally on principle, I'm very skeptical of the state having the authority to execute a person, even if those, even if the person is deserving of it. And I think, you know, convicted without a doubt, murderers, rapists, these sorts of people, I don't think you're insane to believe that that type of crime justifies, um, society executing a person that said the one thing that, that makes me nervous about a lot of this stuff is one mistake, I think, is is extremely And we know they've made tons of death row mistakes. Uh, what about yeah. Damien Eccles of the West Memphis Three? He was on he was on death row for 18 years for a crime he clearly did not commit. Yeah. I mean, some people are going to fall through the cracks. I used to be all about the death penalty, but once I started reading about people that were falsely imprisoned, I'm like, if this happens to one person, this probably yeah. is not worth it. So I would say I would say to answer your question that I'd lean against, but. I haven't done, uh, I haven't put a lot of thorough thought to this. So it's not as though I'm completely closed off to the other side of the argument. I'll have to just read more about it and consider more about it. Uh, second question, what type of music do you like? I don't know, man. Like I used to be so into music when I was in college and high school. And when I was going to school in Portland, I'd go to shows downtown like every week. And I was so into that. And and I realized like, you know, now I'm, now I'm 31 and I still listen to the same music that I did when I was like 21. Like, yeah. oh, this, is, this is stupid. Um, these days, like, I really only listen to music when I'm snowboarding and stuff, and I tend to listen to, like, 80s pop. I don't listen to, like, modern music at all anymore. I, I don't pay attention anymore. Yeah. That's the thing is, like, it's, it's, it takes time to get into new music, and I just don't have time for it. And my listening material is mostly podcasts or YouTube. It's not, um, it's not music so much as it used to yeah, be. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah. Um... Did I just read that one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That must have got sent to both inboxes. So that one's done. Oh, whoops. Uh, Pat, Sorry about that. Patrick is, uh, Patrick is up. Oh, is it, or is it my turn to read? It's yeah, turn. it's my turn to read, right? Patrick says, uh, hello, Matt and Blonde. I've been watching your show since Seamus announced he would be appearing on your Sunday show for the first time. I have found much value in them. And I especially pre- your, appreciate your stance on the Freedom of Association of Business Owners, Matt. I'm writing you in order to suggest a line of reasoning which I think is new for most people, which I hope you and your audience give some thought. In regard to the question of the morality of abortion, which you just revisited in a video, Matt, you used the phrase individual rights of an individual life. But is a fetus an individual so long as it, is, as, so long as, as it must use the internal organs of another human to survive from moment to moment? I think the answer to this question on the mor- morality of abortion can be found not in the process of defining and identifying human life, but in the process of but uh, or sorry, which process which process is necessary but sufficient, but rather in the process of objectively defining and identifying rights, which process, uh, which is far too often skipped, even though it underlies any political discussion. I think that only human individuals can hold rights, and that so long as there is any reasonable uncertainty about the rights of one human life, the government should sanction and protect the certain rights of the other human life. Thus, a human fetus, which has life from conception, has rights so long, uh, only so long as birth, i.e. self-sustaining life, is objectively viable. Well, the problem, as we mentioned earlier, is that objective viability is a perpetually changing goalpost. That's something that changes as there are medical year, advances. Yeah, on a year to year basis. As far as the idea that that the the fetus is not an individual life because it's not viable, I mean I have some qualms with that. I ha- I have some dispute with that because genetically speaking, DNA speaking, that that is an individual human life. That is a distinct individual entity, right. genetically speaking. 
Um, and the other problem with this, as somebody who has been sympathetic to the bodily autonomy argument, generally speaking, I want every individual, every human to have control over their own body. I don't want the state to forcibly tattoo you or something like that. But to the extent that you consented to the arrangement, to the physical exchange of fluids that bears the risk of creating that individual, <laughs> sorry to be all sex ed teacher on you. I think I, you consented to the arrangement that created that life. So th this is why like the case of rape, I still have some unclarities circulating in my head because, you know, there's a couple arguments. One is like your bodily autonomy argument. You didn't consent to the arrangement that created that life. Therefore, you have no responsibility. Yet there's to a it. consent issue with the fetus as well. Right. And the, the other side of it is, does the sin of the father justify the killing of the, of the son? Should the son pay for the sins of the father? That sort of thing. Um, so I, I guess I, I, I'm wary of the idea that viability defines the individual. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a standard that's a little loose to me. Um, and that's the standard the Supreme Court has gone with, mostly. Uh, I, just, I, I especially think as medical advances continue, like... You're, you're talking about individual viability potentially immediately in right. the future. Right, plus, um, yeah, if there are artificial wombs and you could transfer a five-week-old gestational sac and, or whatever into mm -hmm. an artificial womb, then nobody would be getting any abortions. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for the thoughts. This is, I mean, this, like we could talk, talk uh, I don't know, for hours and hours about all these topics, man. Is that, uh, is that all on email questions? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it looks like it. Thank you, Patrick. Uh, let's, let's get, get uh, caught up with Streamlabs and Super Chat, and then we'll get out of here. Sure. Do you have any? Yes, I've got just one regal fraggle over on, um, on Streamlabs. It says, Gun of the Week is the M1941 Johnson Rifle. It was submitted to compete with the M1 Garand. It had a few advantages over the M1, including higher ammo capacity and an in-block clip to eject. Uh, so much for the iconic ping, which is fantastic with the M1, indeed. Uh, I think the M1941 was in the last Call of Duty game, and as I recall, it had like a side-loading magazine. It was a weird gun. I don't know that much about it, but uh, but yeah. I wish, um, I don't know. I wish I had all the World War II era guns. I wish I had all the guns in the world. One, one by all one, I'll guns. collect them all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you, man. Uh, fake name McGee. I like how Blonde, who has the rep for Blonde Rage and Catapults, has a look of such sad compassion on her face about suicide. <laughs> Someone sent it a tranny to even us out. I nearly did it. <laughs> I know. Um, Miles Kinzel. Hey, guys. Greetings from cold ass Chicago. Did you see Vice's report on hmm. black conservatives? It was really eye-opening. The black community are in desperate need for empowerment without victimhood. No, but I did see that it has a thumbnail of Candace. Oh, wow. So they did like a whole Vice News bit on this or something? I guess so. I'll have to check uh, it out. Jocker777 says, roll back to me, please. Sorry, bro. We closed out. We, we can't tonight, but, uh, but we can try again another time. Sorry about that, but uh, we appreciate the patience. Orwell's Goon says, hey, guys. I uh, haven't chatted with you in a minute, and I'm sorry I dropped you both on Patreon. That's okay. But like you, I Our did Patreon's it on Prince gone now. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Let me know how to reconnect on Discord. Keep up the fight. Make America great. Hope the shekels help. They do. Thank you. So for now, because everybody... Um, because support for the show is so decentralized, like we've, we've got a lot of people on the website, got a lot of people sending checks, got a lot of people doing super chat, got a lot of people on stream uh, or on, um, well, on Streamlabs as well, but also Subscribestar. There isn't, before what we had was basically automatic integration with Patreon and we directed everybody to Patreon. I'm not trying to direct anyone to any one particular source. I'm trying to say, here's the options. Please do what's most convenient for you. The, the consequence of that is there's no 
as of now. There's no conceivable automatic integration that I can see. So unfortunately, it makes the call-in show a little bit even more of a Wild West experience yeah. than it was before. Yep. But we're trying to do the best that we can. We're trying to make ourselves as accessible as we can. And of course, if you can't get into the to the um to the live room, just send us an email, like we said. And I'll try to develop a system going forward. It's really tough. I mean, even people who choose to support on Super Chat, it's like it's hard to justify like, well, if you're giving a dollar on the website, which that's great if you are. Thank you very much for that. I appreciate it. That said, should that get priority over someone who gave like 50 bucks on Super Chat? I, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's too hard to make these rules and to integrate all that. Like I'd have to do it all manually. I'd have to actually check these boxes one by one and then like audit it on a monthly basis. Like did this person leave? Did they stay? We're, we're, we're trying. Doing the best we can. Appreciate it. G. David Turnblom. Sorry, but I couldn't use Streamlabs. Matt, I read Proverbs 25, 21 to 22 today. Mm. It says that if you're kind to your enemies, that's torture to them. Ah. Well, I don't know. I, I definitely was kinder to my enemies in the past. These days, I'm, I'm shorter. I, I yeah. Will, I will, uh, yeah, I'll flame people more easily. I know. Like, yeah. are you trying to destroy me? I will ruin you. Yeah. I'll ruin your life. Yeah. Uh, son of Sparta. Blonde, how do I talk to girls if I have autism? Hmm. I, oh, I don't even know how to answer this. Um, I don't know. I guess people with autism are, they're pretty direct. Autism is characterized by uh, a lack of emotional understanding, if I, if I get it, if I'm correct. Don't Anybody? look to me. I'm not the psychological professional here, so or psychiatric or any of that stuff. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think that if you're good at talking to women directly, that they really respond to that. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Big LC, would the Covington kids BS count as hoax hate? Most certainly. I think, yeah. I mean, I think it's, I didn't put it in hoax hate because usually hoax hate is like a five minute segment. And this is all so deep that it's beyond that. But yeah. this is arguably the greatest hoax hate that we've seen in all all in of history, our time yeah, of yeah. doing hoax hate. What's weird is like you can uh, this is the first hoax hate where you can like watch it happen and see how people characterized it. I know. That's not yeah. common. We don't usually have that. We usually have an after the fact secondhand description and we have to evaluate if that description makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Relentless smirk of racial harassment. The absolute madman PewDiePie referenced the 14 words in his video today. Oh, wow. Can't wait till he uses his army of nine-year-olds to retake <laughs> Sweden. Hashtag Zoomers rise up. Uh, PewDiePie is a madman. We all, we all love Pewds, don't we? I mean, back in the day, I thought he was super annoying and I didn't get it back when he was more of a video game channel and I, I was more of now, a video game though. channel. Well, yeah, and I can't, it, was, it was like within the last couple of years, I thought... The culture war has gotten so insane that I, I really look up to and admire PewDiePie now. What the hell happened? Well, he used his audience for good. And he yeah, doesn't he seem, even though he has a massive following, he doesn't seem like a self-centered douche, which I really appreciate. He, he seems relatable. Like, I don't think I'd get nervous if I met him. No, I don't think so either. And I think he has mostly stood up to the BS. He has yeah. not caved and, and you know, he's not done the, the self-flogging stuff. Was yeah. excellent, yeah. Yeah. Did you see his video where he roasted his own apology video and a bunch of other YouTubers' apology videos? It's so funny. What did he apologize for? He apologized for saying the N-word during a stream. That's right. Yeah, he shouldn't have done that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ginyu says, love Blonde and Matt, freedom and voluntarism. Thank you. Hmm. 
dangerous spaces. When Aussie trannies freak out, they attack people in 7-Eleven with an axe. American trannies just scream at people. You guys need to step up your game. We're trying. I, I got to look at that. I've heard stories of this. I've not actually watched the footage, so I'll have to circle back on it. Uh, let me reload this really quick. Yeah. Sorry, my computer's really slow. This is from Jamie Clay. Blonde, you and Matt give us boomers hope for the future because you see past the insanity of the millennial SJWs who are in love with socialism because you know reasons. Don't give up the fight. Thank you so much. And I'm sorry we talk about boomers. It's just our parents, Jamie, our parents. We? You mean you. You're the only one who wants to shit on boomers. <laughs> I do it sometimes. And then I get emails like, I'm a boomer and I used to love your show until you talked about boomers. Boomers know how to email? I can't believe it. <laughs> wow. I know. My dad told me he was going to call into the server tonight. I'm like, we'll see about that. Yeah. Like, do you know what Discord is? Uh, yeah. Semper ad meliora. Simple line in the sand for abortion. If it were a puppy, would you end its life then? Anyone who would kill a puppy, I don't want them propagating. Hmm. That's true. Um, Jozo Zofko says, Mad Max Fury Road, do the blood bags like Max have a right to life? I loved that movie. It stood hmm. up to the originals. I know you haven't seen it, but you nope. and your woman should watch it. All right. I'll add it to the list of a thousand movies I have to watch. No, but it, it, it's a nonstop thrill ride. I All right. It. All right. We uh, good? I think that's it, yeah. All right, let's get the hell out of here. Uh, I don't know exactly what we're going to talk about on Sunday. I don't have it planned out yet. But, uh, but as I said, it's going to be after the Super Bowl. So the Super Bowl starts here, I think, 4.30. So we should be probably in the neighborhood of an hour late on Sunday, planned sometime around 10 Eastern instead of 9 Eastern. And um, we'll recap we'll recap everything that went on this week. And at some point, we'll talk about this hoax hate in Chicago. Yep, we'll see how it goes. Sure All right, thanks for tuning in, everybody. We appreciate it. Thanks, thanks. guys. Bye.